right, we are live. Long-winded spiel, episode 13, what coming up? at you. Um, here we are again. <clears throat> Myself, Derek Lee Ramsey. And I'm going to go down the circle like we always do. Go on, guys. What's going on? Mike G here. William Blevins here. Mateo Rodick. Roadhouse is back wow. in the, oh, back in the uh, back here. in the building here. Yes, sir. He's welcome back once again. So I uh, love to have you guys. So uh, quick, let's uh, let's just dive into it, gentlemen. Uh, we have what? How many beers to try tonight? Something like that. Uh, I, five. I lost. Five, I can't count five. that high. <clears throat> All right, everyone. So the <laughs> premise of this uh, this particular podcast is 100 percent based around beer, uh, scotch, and us wanting j- to uh, just have a good time while we do it. So. Um, we had this uh, wonderful brewery from uh, Bakersfield, California called Lengthwise. Thanks again, Lengthwise. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff, for uh, helping us out here. Thank you. Hell Let's yeah. go ahead and read them off. Oh, for sure. Um, so I'm going to give the backstory really quick. So uh, the Moose Den in uh, Glendale, California will be carrying a uh, Lengthwise uh, here, like what, the second week of February. Uh, we're going to be uh, hosting a tap takeover. And it uh, should be a lot of fun. So for those of you that are uh, 21 or older, <laughs> feel free to stop in the Moose Den in uh, Glendale, California. Uh, but yeah, so <clears throat> thankfully I was able to, uh, you know, I, I was talking to uh, the beer rep over uh, in Lengthwise. And his name is Jeff. Great guy. Thanks again, bud. And I told him how I would love to have their beer at the Moose Den. I'd love to be the first one in Glendale to, uh, to, to have their beer on draft. And, um, and I have tried their beer before. Again, I am from Bakersfield, California, so I've had it before. Love their stuff. I think it do really well in, uh, w- with our clientele and all that good stuff. So sent him a message. Really cool guy. Responded. We've been talking ever since. And he sent in some great fucking beer for us to try. So I figured what better way to celebrate this joyous occasion than by doing it while we podcast. So let's get nice and drunk, gentlemen. So I'm going to go down the list. <laughs> So I'm going to go down the list here. Uh, Lengthwise sent us one 22-ounce bomber. It's a coffee stout. Anyone want to give a little bit of a background story to stouts or explain it to those that may not know? Yeah, because I'm not a beer connoisseur. I don't Mm -hmm. plan on dropping much knowledge in this podcast. I plan on mainly listening and asking questions. For sure. Uh, Uh, I don't plan on dropping much knowledge either. What? (laughs) What? A lot of drinking, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, So stout... Uh, I mean, yeah, like, what is a stout versus like? I mean, I don't want to necessarily get like the whole background of beer here. No, for sure. Uh, the quickest version of a stout would be it's just one of the uh, darker versions of a beer. Uh, you get a lot of dark uh, flavors like coffee, dark chocolate, uh, sometimes a little bit of spice. Uh, whenever they age them in bourbon barrels, you get like this really kind of vanilla taste to it. Um, but yeah, so a stout is just a really, uh, it's like a extremely roasted, uh, uh, like fucking barley. It's just ex- yeah, they, the they, malt. They, they roast the malt. Roast the malt, yeah. and they get it down to where, uh, like usually chocolate malt and all this other good stuff. And then uh, that just adds the color to the beer. And then, you know, it's just, um, it's just a really rich and creamy uh, beer that's fucking fantastic. A lot of people even drink them as meals, you know, because it's like really heavy. So it's just something. Would you call it a weight gainer? <laughs> uh, I would say, would you guys agree that stouts probably have the higher calories? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not well versed in calories, you know? so yeah, I don't know. I don't that, know. I really don't know. But um, stouts are great, man. I, it's like one of my favorite style of beers, um, especially if you like that coffee and just a little bit of hops to kind of balance out the sweet. And uh, it's, I mean, I'm a fan. 
definitely a fan. What's the uh, alcohol? Uh, this is seven percent, and uh, yeah, so seven percent. Do you have anything to add for stouts or porters or anything like no, that? No, I mean, I mean, it's great to introduce with that because it's a it's one end of the spectrum. You know, it's it's dark roasted malt, so they just roast it a lot further than uh-huh. they would with the lighter ones and use less hops. Whereas if you take like a, a blonde, for example, you just roast the malt a lot a little a lot less, mm-hmm. and you tend to use hops a little bit more as a flavor. The thing is that. Bitterness and hops don't tend to go too well with darker, chocolatier flavors. Yeah. Okay. So you don't really need a lot of them to balance it out. Yeah. Uh, the Boom. second one, bam, there Boom. we go. Stouts. Moving on. Yeah. Stouts, man, they're fucking great. Dropping bombs. So, yeah. So, uh, moving on, uh, what? Uh, Cyber Beer Bully Ale. Okay. So this is a, a double IPA from Lengthwise. This Ooh. is uh, 8.5%. Um, yeah. So, uh, double IPA, uh, for those of you that. <laughs> Like beer, no beer, even or hate IPAs. It's just like double the amount of hops. So like a, like they add, they add more hops uh, 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 during the boil, um, and they also usually add more sugar, which uh, which would be the malt to kind of balance out the hops a little bit. So usually double IPAs are really sweet sometimes, but like if if you do them right, you can get just the right amount of hops in there, and maybe some other like pine flavor or like some citrus, lemon, grapefruit, et cetera, et cetera, to kind of really. Bring out the flavor, but um, in, in all reality, uh, more sugar means more alcohol. So that's why double IPAs tend to have higher tend alcohol. To, yeah, tend to have zero. a higher alcohol percentage, but okay. not always. Not okay. always. But yeah. Anyone else have so anything else to say? Okay. Uh, yeah, we should, uh, maybe, should we uh, do some tasting notes on this beer we're drinking right now? Yeah, yeah we definitely should. Kinda... Definitely should. I, I, uh, let's go down the I'm list. Let's just knock oh, these yeah, out, yeah. and then we'll fucking go right back into okay. it. Um, anyone else want to introduce this one? Oh, I got this one. There it is. This is going to be the lengthwise. Uh, oh, what the hell does it say? <laughs> Widthwise. Okay. Yeah. That's what yeah. you set me up. You set yeah. me up. <laughs> isn't that really hard to this read? This is the, font, it, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really a really nice font. Art. Yeah. I looked at the uh, bottle and I was like, yeah, I can't pronounce that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you you're walking down the plank. All right, so this is the. This Shot of McCallum didn't the, <laughs> the brand is lengthwise, but the, but the beer is uh, it's called Widthwise. Uh, Withwise Ale, double IPA. It's uh, going to be nine percent in alcohol. It's another one of those double IPAs. Uh, yeah, and he's got a got a ruler in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what it looks like here. Is a he's measuring the width. Yeah, yeah. Withwise, and, and I think it's knocking out both ends, lengthwise mm-hmm. and widthwise here. So I think it's a you know. You know what? You can be- you can measure both with a ruler. That's true. Holy <laughs> shit! Dropping knowledge. Dropping Get bombs. Shit done. <laughs> Getting shit done. I don't know anything this about this particular beer. It is. I, I don't know anything about this one. I but just with the nameplate, it kind of makes me feel as if it's gonna they made it in like a wheat with it's wheat a, or something like that, yeah, it's or got, some sort of like. It's made with uh, two two row barley, uh, extra with hops, uh, ale yeast, and water. Extra and with hops. I'm glad you picked up I'm on that. That made that last part. Of it. Okay, that's strange. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was totally made. Like, is there a particular? Oh, you motherfucker! Totally made. Holy shit! Huh. These guys are onto something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> extra, <laughs> extra, extra girthy hops. What kind of hops are these? Yeah. So another girthy. double IPA, except that one has a higher percentage of alcohol. If they would have had that on the label, like girthy hops, I would have been. Dude, I'd buy that beer. Yeah. That sounded weird. I okay, think so fun labeling is uh, it's an art form that one, is okay. an untapped resource. Absolutely. I think that we should absolutely talk about that at some point, too, because labeling and like beer trucks and that kind of like subtle marketing, I think, is just one of the best things you can do. Oh, it's, yeah. It's oh, a yeah, niche market, but that. I think it's, I think Definitely it's, uh, I mean, beer, there's a lot of niche beer drinkers right mm-hmm. now. 
a lot of craft drinkers, like I'm even not myself. Saying it right, niche, craft. Niche, niche. Oh, I see, craft. Uh-huh. I I'm out of my element. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But I definitely want to go back into labeling. Yeah, yeah. That. Sorry. I, yeah. Let's let's put a little fucking uh, little note on that Dog one. Dog ear. Yeah. Uh, so uh, moving on with the uh, with the lengthwise uh, beer here, uh, they also sent a Citra Simcoe Centennial Ale, and from what I've been told, mm. this is like a series style beer. So every series it will be a Centennial Ale. It would just be a different version of it. Am I wrong on that? I believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's. Um, I'm assuming the Citra and Simcoe are the two hops that they use, uh, the two hop strains that they use to make this beer. Uh, 6.5%. I actually had the first version of this last, or was it the second version? The one that we had last night. Uh, I think that's the original. The like, original one. That was a fucking fantastic. Yeah, it was a fantastic ale. It was very light. Um, it had like this really like orange zest to it, like orange peel zest, and then it also I don't know, it just it was bright, like it was just like a really easy, very very easy drinking pale ale. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the last one being Zeus, Zeus, Zeus Imperial L. This is actually the beer Ooh, that turned me into a fan. This is the beer right here. Um, Delicious. It is Ooh. my favorite uh, beer from Lengthwise as of now, because I mean we have a yeah. few more to try. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's a great fucking double IPA. Like I, I think it's 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 unfiltered, and I think I'm kind of a sucker for the unfiltered style beers. Yes, sir. Um, especially too. being a home brewer, me and Matt here, uh, or Matt and I, whatever. Uh, for <laughs> yeah. those grammar police out there, um, yeah. So uh, I I love that it's unfiltered because I don't know how to filter my beer yet, and every beer that we've made so far has been unfiltered. So boom, am I biased? Stay Maybe. That way. <laughs> that my bias possibly i don't know you know what i'm kind of noticing is like they're kind of like um um uh, lagunitas in the way that they uh are doing a lot of ipas or mm. a lot of hoppy stuff yeah like uh i agree i'm i'm really interested though i mean they sent us five ipas and all yeah. of them are doubles yeah, and then the I don't know what two I was of the three that they want, that they no. they plan on sending are really, two of the three are IPAs, different I, IPAs than ones that we're trying. Exactly. Like, so I feel like I'm in the middle of that chicken wing challenge right now in terms of IPAs. Like, what, what's the name of that? Um, oh, the hot ones. The hot yeah, ones. Yeah, the hot ones. Dude. Shout That's out to the favorite. hot ones challenge, dude. That 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 show is pretty sick on uh, on YouTube. Uh, you go yeah. through the, these uh, these wings and and it progressively gets spicier and spicier and spicier until. Some people either tap out or they get get through yeah. all of them and they get to do a thirty second plug. Well, this kind of feels like the IPA version of that for me. Mike does not like IPA because I am not an IPA not. fan. He's so, it's oh my gosh, I swear, you just told me on Monday that IPAs were your favorite. When, no, dude, were we even around? We were around <laughs> each other on Monday. No, never mind. <sighs> yeah, somebody somebody hacked somebody had to have hacked my dark. phone and texted you. <laughs> right. No, I'm, but, uh, IPAs that wasn't your are not. Uh, well, Mike somebody, somebody pulled uh, the road game on you, bro. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, you're more of like a, a wit beer, Hefeweizen, wit hefs, Kolsch. I know you like Kolsch. Okay, cool. Hefs, oh man, man, there's some fucking mean hefs you should try, dude. Dude, yeah. Uh, like, there's dude, a fucking. Oh. Yeah. I'm not a fan of hefs, so I like let this man show you. Dude, Belgians were the here. first out beer I got into. Loving the excitement. There. Oh my god, loving I, the enthusiasm. Seriously, I, I, Belgians were the first one that I got into, and that. Uh, the, there's a one of great American half you have to try is the Black Market Hefeweizen. The Black Market has called Black Market is a brewery. It's in Temecula, California. I like they make this amazing unfiltered Bavarian style half, and it's Ooh, fucking fuck awesome, dude. Bavarian style. It I is my like favorite I've, I've American Bavarian style before, and, and I've liked it. Well, the thing is, usually you want to get them, you know, from Belgium or somewhere in that region. 
But for the United States, as far as United States hefts go, like putting you know Blue Moon on one end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. well, yeah. Black Market Hef is on the very opposite end of the spectrum because it's fucking flawless or, to me. What, what was the what's the beer that I tried at, at the Moose Den? Uh, Avery White Rascal. The White, White Rascal. Rascal. White, Rascal. White Rascal. That's the one that I usually uh, get there. The Vine Stefan is another Vine, one. Vine Stefan. That's Vine what the Stefan. black market emulates in this country. Is okay. The Vine Stefan. That is a. That's I'm a big fan of that one too. Yes, you'd love the black market. We should get on there. I'm Let's go. Down. Temecula. Yeah. I'm in. Is yeah. You guys in? Let's go. All right. Beer Tem- trip. Temecula. Here we come. Rock and roll. We do a live podcast over there. We're gonna send you a little copy of this podcast. Maybe you want to send us some samples, and we'll do a podcast about your beer next. (laughs) What? Send them in. Same. Email me. Longwindspill.com. All about plugs. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, speaking of IPAs, though, gentlemen, we just uh, polished off a uh, IPA that uh, Matt and myself made. This is an uh, IPA. Two Uh months ago. Ooh. It's a scale, man. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's a scale. Uh, what, it was like two months ago when we uh, made this beer. You guys take um, me. Yeah. We haven't bo- have uh, dated. It's on, it's on the bottom. I did not think this was an IPA. Uh, That's why I thought we were doing like a November stuff. 1st. Yeah, it's a, it's so we very, bottled uh, it on November 1st. And we're drinking it. It's uh, January 11th now. Yeah, right? well, the date's flipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got, the, it's got, a, it's very, a, it's got a lot of flavor. I yeah. think it's gotten a lot better. You know Perhaps. what I mean? Like just in, in the mm-hmm. age aging process like yeah. it's well they say it's when you when you bottle you're supposed to let them ferment in the bottles with the priming sugar for two weeks and in my experience that's never enough yeah. it has yeah. to be at least a month so you crack a bottle and try it at two weeks and that's this fine, version of the beer was much better than the last time oh I tried my God. 100%. Yeah. and I haven't tried the dark ale in a little bit so I, I have I brought my uh, my stack down here, so I might oh, I might yeah. end up throwing one of those in the fridge here in a little bit. Fuck yeah, dude! I'd love to, to that taste going. that right now. You know what? I'm gonna fucking actually do it. You fucking <laughs> do that. I want to go do it, guys. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. you know, entertain let's, the people. Let's let's oh, break up right. the IPA thing right, a little so bit. Uh, hey, let's it's stick so these difficult back to get away from the IPAs, man. Yeah, which one are we gonna do first down the road here? I'm not sure. That All one. right, here we go. First one on the left, Cyber Beer Bully Ale IPA. We're doing it. Yeah, dude, I, I'm, the IPAs, man, I'm just I'm tired of them. It's nothing but IPAs everywhere you go. That's where everybody's talking about them. It's, it's tough yeah. for me because I'm, like I said, not a big IPA guy. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, there's a scale to it, right? Like, you can, you can, you can, it's definitely easy to be like, oh, I've had, like, a couple IPAs, I've tried them, and I didn't like them. I wasn't getting along with them, you know? But it's, if you understand that there's a whole fucking scale to this, like, it's a massive scale of IPAs that are, uh, bitter or sweet or malty or perfectly rounded or yeah. way too hoppy. You know, there's a lot of different things. So if you can understand where you where you enjoy uh, beer on that scale, just of IPAs, you can do it on any scale too. So you can do that with stouts or Belgians or anything you want. Yeah, I love. Uh, and I mean, Derek being the bartender and and the, you know he run, runs a bar. So he he has tried and, and everybody has tried to you know get me an IPA that I will thoroughly enjoy. It's been tough. The the best one that I've ever enjoyed I think was with the the one from I think uh, Trey Trey Weavers or something. Three, three, Weavers. three Weavers. Nice. I like that though. Trey Weavers. <laughs> Sorry, I do it all the time. Yeah, Three Weavers is dope. They're down in um, well, where are they in Inglewood? Yeah, they're in Inglewood, California. Awesome little brewery. Sorry, I gotta give them a shout out yeah, because they've always been really cool. They, they did a they did they did tap takeover. Great fucking and, uh, they've actually expanded their facility as well. Again, they hope they yeah. took over that whole another warehouse. I've really never cool been warehouse. disappointed in one of their beers, and their more recent beers that I've tried, 
are uh, their um, Little Elvis Session IPA, and that's the one that actually Michael liked quite a bit. Which it's got a great it flavor, the uh, Little Elvis. Little Elvis? Uh-huh. Okay. It was a Session IPA. Nice. It's a really good for like starting to get into IPAs. Really, and really exactly. Good. And you know what? You you know you could start too, Michael. Is um you could start in um with session IPAs or pale ales even. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pale ales that are nice and rounded and malty. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd be open to it. Like I said, I mean, I'm I'm doing the doing the IPA battle right now. I'm calling it a battle. Yeah, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get through. Okay, so we are trying the Pouring Simcoe. Difficult one, high. <laughs> the Simcoe Citra, or yeah. but weed's good for the palate, right? Yeah. Citra Simcoe. All right, it's great for the palate. So once again, everyone, this is the Siri style beer. So it's uh, the same name, just a different version of it every time they make it. Uh, and so this is made with two different hops, I'm assuming. Yeah, and this is also the oh, lightest. It's got a very funk. It's got a really <sighs> sweet funk to it, which, um, and I mean funk in the best way possible, <laughs> not like uh, yeah. In a disgusting, mm-hmm. rancid kind of, you know. This is the lightest mm-hmm. now call content, too. 6.5%. So 6.5%. For, nice, nice right, call. Let's get a little tasting going on yeah, here. All right, everyone. We'll cheers. get all super fucking fancy. Right. Cheers every time. Super yeah. fancy glassware, by the way. Man, I'm nervous, guys. I don't usually drink oh high, high alcohol like this. Loads of hops. It smells like it's dry hopped already. I love how each one of us has a very fancy glass. <laughs> it's a fancy not a pants single glass, one not of them matches. Not one matches. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful. The aromas in the glass. It does, does, man. Doesn't that nerd. mean that everybody's getting a, a bit of a different taste because it's hitting our tongue in a different way? Well, everyone's. If I'm being kind of snobbish as like a wino. Everyone's taste buds are totally different. Mm-hmm. Their olfactory systems are set up totally different too. Uh, okay. So it's difficult to say like uh, like you and I see the color white or black, and it, it's usually white or black. Right. But the way we taste, like what's sweet to me, might not be sweet at all to you. It might be bitter. Okay. So yeah, everyone's very unique in that. So you try to find words to, to describe them that people have in common. They're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that does smell like, you know, roses, fresh roses or whatever. Because I get all hops on this nose. It's just Let like a through. hop. Ro- I'm not very good at picking them apart, but obviously there's Centennial and Simcoe mm-hmm. or Citra and Simcoe. And uh, the mouth feels amazing. It really is. Oh, it's, it's got so this really velvety. nice carb, like, <laughs> yeah. like carbonation. Crisp, uh, crisp bite to it. Like what, what I'm getting is pine. Getting a lot of pine out of it, like like a very funky pine, almost um, almost like earthy, you know, like a rosemary. Yeah, something. Yeah, like it's like a floral fucking taste to it. It's great though. It uh, it's a fantastic beer. It does not suck. Oh wow! You (laughs) (laughs) fucking let let me hear it. It's very (laughs) unique. I love it. Very. Yeah, dude, it's That's great. really good. That's it does have a really interesting mouthfeel, doesn't yeah, it? It's great. It just kind of washes clean. Yeah. Get a good, nice, heavy sip mm-hmm. too, and, and get it all in there, and it is, ooh, like, yeah, that, like that pine, kind of like a Christmas tree smell. Uh, yes, yes, for sure. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's got a dry. Citrus Simcoe Centennial. I want to say like it tastes like a Christmas tree because oh. it's not like it's not that. Yeah, well, but it's like got a note of it. But the next but question behind that would be: that like. Have you actually tried eating a Christmas tree? Oh yeah. Well, you have. Fuck, I'm sure. <laughs> you sure? You're sure, well, as like, in you remember? You're sure that, as in like, I'm sure at some point, 
I'm sure a at some point has fallen in the I know I've tasted a fucking Christmas tree. Yeah. I just feel like I yeah. know that I've tasted it. Not like I fucking ate it to consume it, but like maybe it's like a dare amongst brothers or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's a very familiar smell. Yeah. It's a, such a powerful like odor thing that I, I'm sure I probably put my tongue to it and was like, what the fuck is this thing? Uh, and I'm sure it tastes what it smells like. It's almost like taking strong, like a shot like of wheatgrass like when you go to well, when you go to uh, Jamba Juice. I feel like it's it got the same power as like what rosemary. Grass smells like. I'm sorry. Like the same power that rosemary has. Uh-huh. Like it has that same sort of mm. like how it smells to taste. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. how it, it is for pine. I'm pretty sure they're related. Those two plants. Um, I could have just made that up, but it I'm feels pretty right sure though. they're related. It, I mean, what? Yeah. It feels right pine now. Pine and rosemary. Oh, I got you. Um, well, one's no, a rose, there's a rosemary are, bush and then it's a pine tree. That's true. I mean, they might be some. They look kind of similar the way they grow, though, don't well, they? Yeah, they're probably kind of just shoot pro- out. Point I don't know the scientific term for their leafing arrangement, Good, but uh, <laughs> every you should know it. Okay. <laughs> well, like because you know some things have floor, you know, uh, yeah. leaf-like things, and other things are up. pine-like. Get a picture of a <laughs> yeah, really big uh, rosemary plant because they look really weird when you see them huge. We, like we had sees one. The really we used to have one. a really huge one out front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they look, they look different, but hmm. they're badass. They're, dude, oh, they're, the smell is amazing. I to have rosemary by your door yeah. or jasmine, like oh. cooking with having some jasmine. Somebody said that it's good for the so memory. Good, dude. Just having a rosemary, rosemary and, uh, just having the odor of rosemary is supposed I, to be good for memory. I had lavender all planted by my back door, and nice. uh, the dogs loved it. Cause it would just like calm them down. Like uh, lavender really helps for just like keeping a just nice calm like demeanor with the dogs. Have you guys ever played with essential oils? Uh, in what way? Jacked off with some. That's. That's clean jerk. Hey, we, jerk. hey man, like, we're all, we're all coming clean here. Hey. <laughs> uh, beer. Oof. Jesus. Well, you know, yeah. I can't find anything uh, saying whether or not a rosemary plant. Is in any way, shape, or form related to a pine tree, but <laughs> just, it's a just fact, ask, dude. Just a, I'm telling you, yeah, but it's a fact. Bro science. Bro, I'm telling bro you, that, that's gonna be my new podcast. Bro, bro, bro science. Bro science. Is We're all rosemary but is related to pine say tree. But really quick, they, they are they are now that's cutting. <laughs> you know what's funny is my phone picked up bro science. Is rosemary bush related to pine tree? <laughs> <laughs> So now I googled bro science. <laughs> that's fucking great. But, uh, that's really great. quick, what they are doing is they are cutting uh, rosemary bushes into the shape of a Christmas tree, as you can see here. Oh. And people are buying those because they like the smell of a rosemary plant more so Way than a pine more tree. than pine. Little like fucking it. thing for you. I but, like it. I think it makes sense. They gotta be closely you know, related. They, actually, it's kind of cute, man. And I, I'm a man, so I can say cute. Uh, it, I mean, look at that. It looks kind of cool. Like, it's not a bad little looking uh, I'm calling it rosemary bro science for sure. They're related. Fact. <laughs> Actually, I think a uh, Christmas Dude, tree is just a big version. Dude. Dude, I mean, fuck. What? Fact. There we go. Fact. Problem fact. solved. Check that shit. Right? Uh, don't worry, guys. Uh, I have the phone on the ready for any more fact checking. I'm Dude, ready. Ro- rosemary <laughs> is a woody perennial uh, with needle-like leaves that smell piney. It is a shrub and not a pine. It is a member of the mint family. Oh, shit. Oh, oh there we go. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck science. Yahoo. Bro science, that shit, bro. That bro science. Wrong. That's wrong. Shit's no, wrong. We just looked up bro science, bro. bro science. We did our research. Right. Well, I looked up bro science on Yahoo Answers, and that's what it told me. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really cool that it's related to mint. I think that's kind of neat. A fucking rosemary plant related, oh, yeah. related to mint? That's yeah. Cool. But it does Two have... favorite things. I fucking love mint. 
What's better than a fucking mint julep on a fucking, you know, one of those hot days? You know, it's just, dude, on a hot summer day, you drink that mint julep, you feel like a fucking, a badass, I don't know. A real badass, drinking a minty, goofy drink. Bird, dude, any rosemary and any sort of potatoes or chicken. You can also dish. do any kind of bird, dude. Oh, like, oh you, you did say bird. I, I just name. bird. So I was like, bird. You did, yeah. I like, just jumped on. I piggybacked. Even pigeons. <laughs> oh, dude, dove. Dove tastes delicious. so good. Never had dove. Dove is, is delicious. delicious. Never had pheasant either. The only okay. reason I feel bad I about pheasant. the dove though is like the amount of meat you get per dove is like, yeah. like oh yeah. I mean, like you gotta kill mind. fucking thirty of them to have a meal, and you're yeah, only shit. able to get like well, you're three or five a day. Are you getting yeah. just, like, a few ounces of meat out of it? Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like a nice big chicken nugget, basically. Mm, basically. Like sometimes, oh. sometimes you can find like uh, a nice one. Sometimes you like can find mignon. really nice ones, <laughs> and yeah, it's like a nice little breast. Can you do that with the bird shock we did with it today with the shotgun? Yeah, that's what you Because I'll use. fucking light them things up. That's exactly what <laughs> oh, dude. dude. Three dude. a day? Fuck that. I'm you coming home with at least 20. You fucking destroy most of me. Mm-hmm. You blew most of totally <laughs> Actually, not, <laughs> maybe not a bird <laughs> shot. Just fucking hurt. Not, I'm not here for hurting animals. I told my uh, my younger brother, I was like, oh, I tried season. dove for the first time. Dude, it was fucking great. You got to try it. And he goes, yeah, man, I'm waiting eight more days for dove season to open up. And we're going to go out and they, they go out and kill like fucking five, like 500 doves in Texas, dude. And they have this whole fucking day plan and they feast on doves. <sighs> and they, and they got like some, some like, uh, some pork or some stuff like slow cooking all day so that they have like a base thing to eat as well. Mm. Oh man. I was that like, sounds that great. sounds so good, dude. That sounds great. Today we went to the shooting range. We and, did go uh, to the shooting range today. Yeah. Matt Rodin got to have a, first off. We went camping in the snow last Monday, yeah. and uh, that was fucking miserable. But we stayed up all night. <laughs> you guys, you guys can't just tease the audience with it was fucking miserable, and not at least give them a couple <laughs> fun stories so of what happened. Paint a little picture. Well, Come on, we, guys. We needed to survive, so we survived. What do you mean? Yeah, there we survived. And, and survived you know, what? this is off to a good start. I mean, we had to do illegal things, but we survived. It was we for a life or death. Yeah, don't so. say what. No one no, got no, hurt. No, no, no one got hurt. Nothing was broken. Everything is fine. I mean, shit was broken. I mean, nothing was broken. <laughs> Motherfucker. What were you uh, guys trying to survive nah, from? Wolves uh, or well, what are we talking no, about? We, Mountain we, lions? We, uh, we couldn't man. find any dry wood, so we went ahead and uh, found some dry wood. We went but it was there. nothing oh, important. It was, the, it was the snow. It was yeah. snow. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's, by the way, this camping is so close. Right here in the snow is just like, from my house, it's like fucking 30 minutes, not even. Yeah. Dude. And you're in snow. Like, we, I mean, there was what, eight a inches of snow on the Dude, yeah. like, eight if you go foot? where there's no, the, like, uh, wide open and nobody's been tracking, like, I, I, a couple times I went, like, almost to knee. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you're like, sinking. There was, yeah. Some good patches of snow. Knowledge so we right went ahead and stayed up. <laughs> knowledge just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> I heard she stayed dry, too. Dude, like, she, like, did dude. Just fucking. Get what? <laughs> I could not believe she was not like she was. I when we, when we went to bed at like three o'clock in the morning. We've been hiking all you know out there all day and night. She was sleeping in the snow like nothing. She crawled in the sleeping bag with me, bone dry, not <sighs> anything, and just wow. cuddled up on me. But the thing was, I couldn't feel any of her heat because her fur, fur is so is thick. She actually left the sleeping bag to go sleep in the corner of the tent. <laughs> Didn't even need me around. <laughs> but yeah, we wow. ended up we went camping. Uh, in the snow, a little underprepared. 
<laughs> and uh, Matt got to shoot his first gun. I did. There that you was go. Fucking that first was starting fucking... with a Ruger 1022, missed the first shot. Second shot, ding the target. Sir. Then uh, then he got to shoot the uh, Sig uh, P3 P380. I think is what it yeah. is. Yeah, and uh, it's 380 uh, auto, and uh, he went ahead and missed the first shot, and the second shot adjusted and dinged it again. So, Fuck yeah, man. Right off the bat, he figured out adjustment. And today at the range, he did a great job. He was mm-hmm. an ace with AR-15. So Zinging him. He uh, went like seven shots in a row, I think. Yeah, at, uh, at 100 yards. Hit, hit, hit. Yeah, yeah. 100 yard like shots. 100 yards and he's sure. uh, double tapping it. So Double tapping it. And I, that just goes to prove to everybody who had any question that video games can make you good. Yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. Because oh, that's the only thing I've ever dude. done. Is, Fucking yep. cod. Cod has been the only reason why I'm even my hand-eye coordination has been as sharp as it is, as it is now. Yeah. That and Whoa. ping pong. Ping pong. Ping pong. And we all were aces today with uh, Derek's pistol. Derek's pistol. He has a Ruger uh, Blackhawk 357 Magnum, Ooh. and uh, that'll dig a target from. That was about 100 yards as that well. That was 100 yard that target. 100 yeah. yards, and I we're hit hitting rams. I was on the target three chest. times in a row at 100 yards. With the 357. Yeah, dude. That's silly. Just, I, and it was cross range too. Yeah. Then yeah. I got it three times in a row, right? And he got it three times like, in a row. Yeah. With the Springfield, right? No, I got it with his. Oh, the Springfield, shit. my Springfield, my my sights are too fat, so I was like trying to get it in there, but I couldn't lock it in. Like I can hit it once out of every, you know, five, ten shots. Sometimes when it's too fat, you just can't fit it. Yeah, Sometimes. exactly. Sometimes when it's too fat. Sometimes, man. You just can't do anything with it. Was, it was great, though, man. Oh, we also went shooting the 12-gauge shotgun. Yeah. Oh, the clay pigeons. Uh, we were shooting some clay Holy pigeons. Shit. Oh, my goodness, man. This guy picked it up right so away. So fun. Duck Hunter, right away. Dude. Yeah. Duck Straight Hunter. Up. Oh, yeah. They need to take Duck Hunter and Call of Duty and put them together. Uh, that I don't know why that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> and make it like a virtual reality where, like, you know, you're in there and you oh, feel like oh, you're really oh. shooting and you're dude. actually using it. Oh, my God. Oh, they're working on it. That's got to be coming. But why haven't they done, like, the controller aiming like that's a fucking technology from when we were kids yeah. and they can't combine that with call like just imagine if you could get there were like three versions you could get a handgun for a controller yeah. you get a shotgun and then a rifle you should also be able to get a fucking yeah. bow that'd be awesome dude. dude get a fucking bow and arrow and you're just kind of sitting there pulling that's the string dead. back and shut up Billy. You, know, like, you know when I said fucking bow you thought to yourself I wish I came up with that <laughs> it's a great idea I love bows but man that would be that'd be awesome I, I know yeah you just need a string and you couldn't let go of it I don't know I do I'm sure we can or maybe it wouldn't you have like a string. trigger on a string or something I don't know uh, you just want a trigger that's what it is I, I need a trigger dude that's the American in you bro dude, I'm, I'm just we, you know what I mean they just like hold the button so I'm saying, like, we're work. four intox- slightly intoxicated young men, and we soon just came up be, with a bunch of great ideas. Soon to be extremely intoxicated. They should be listening to Uh-oh. us. What's, right. what's, hey. the next, uh, what's the next beer? We got, you know what's funny is game the time. second beer that we tried, we all of a sudden went on about 12 different tangents. <laughs> like, yeah. I think we're starting to get... Yeah, it's uh, starting that, to grow some legs. It's starting to grow <laughs> little legs. Yeah, we're all of a sudden... We'll see what's up. I don't even know what we talked about for the last 10 minutes, but it was a bunch of stuff. Pizzagate. Pizzagate. Pizza Pizza just get me started on Pizzagate. No. Derek was smart. Derek brought water to the table. Well, how about the uh, rematch? Cyber beer bully next. Yeah. Cyber beer bully? Cyber beer bully ale. Cyber bully beer. I thought you were going to punch me in the face right there. Pour in there and you can drink it. This thing's been Hydration is the key, podcast it is listeners. The key. Uh, but that's not water anymore. I have a. 
I have a 32 alcohol. ounce cool, cool, Nalgene cool, bottle cool, cool, cool. of water here, oh, and uh, I'm pouring it into our uh, beer glasses. So we're chasing the beer with water, so that way we can at least stay somewhat coherent. And we're cl- and we're cleansing our glasses. And it's weird. That I, that's another point. That's, another like, that's a better point. Pour this out and then drink just clean water. So yeah, hydration is the key, everyone. Uh, learn from our mistakes. Water will definitely oh, make man. a difference. So now we're trying what, Bill? Give us a 411, bruh. Wait, should we uh, guess the alcohol before we look? You guys can. All Go right. for it. I already Sorry, know I like this is. game. Oh, what's it called? I gotta try it first. Cyber Bully Ale. So let's not even know what's in it or what the type okay. of beer Cyber it is. Beer bully Hopefully you guys don't remember. That's really... We used to call this What's in My Mouth. What's in My Mouth? That's the game we play at work. Is someone pours you something and you have to break down the flavors and whatever. Oh. And guess what it is. Okay. I'm already buzzed. Yeah! By the way, fans, we uh, also start off a little McAllen 12 before we... Uh, we took a little post or a pre-podcast pre? uh, McAllen 12 shot. <laughs> As any podcast should start off with right. a little McAllen 12. Little Scotch 12 beer. Oh, yeah, to we commemorate the 12 yeah. podcasts that we've already done. So this being the 13th. I'll drink to that. Um, I'm going to call... Out. I'm going to say 8-4. Oh, are we trying this? I'm not even there yet. Oh, my bad. I thought... <sighs> So I, was already, yeah. I was already chugging it. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. I'm scared. Cheers, podcast listeners. I hope you're drinking with us. Yes. If you're not drinking with this podcast, that's, that's okay, too. We welcome all listeners. Yes. <laughs> Don't be offended. Um, but if you're not, if you are drinking, it'd be a lot cooler if you were. I'm just saying. He's got this beautiful, like, copper color. Definitely red. a beautiful color. Beautiful red. The flavor is weird because it kind of drops off at the end. It does, and it leaves like this really dry bitterness, like just lingering on the palate. The mouthfeel to me is once Not again bad. great. I'm still waiting for my head to receive. Oh no, you want to drink that with it? With the head? This will breathe in through your nose while you're drinking. Well, okay. This might be one of the hoppiest double IPs Wait, ever. Really? You can see. I don't get. I'm getting a lot of hops in it, but it's good. At the beginning. You get a lot of bitterness out of get, the hops. Yeah. Not as much floral some, yeah. and citrusy. Fair. I think the malt kind of takes over for that a little. That's why we get this color, yeah, too. Yeah. I actually I like this one getting. more than the last one. I was yeah. thinking the opposite, actually. I, but that's I great. like totally the other fair. one more, but yeah. this one's still great. That's cool, though, man. You want to take a stab uh, at the alcohol this, content? This one's definitely yeah, I'm, I'm still definitely saying 8-4. 8-4? <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, I was going to say 8.4, yeah. I'm guessing nines. No, the nine nine was, nine was Billy? Zeus. Do you oh, know? that's not fair, cheater. I already know. I'm sorry if I have a memory. <laughs> and and the well, final verdict is eight point five. Eight point five. Oh. What'd you say? Eight four. I said eight four two. So did I actually at the very end. So. Mm-hmm. At one point in time, <laughs> I said eight four two. Actually, I, uh, I thought Billy said eight four. I just want to say really quick. Mm-hmm. I thought of eight four before you guys even said it. So I think technically I'm the winner. Winner. I was I'm going to actually protest that win. <laughs> Come on, look like you're I'm challenging not, the play. I'm not conceding. There's oh, yeah. a red flag. Red, red flag. Red flag. <laughs> Mulligan. <laughs> oh, that is good. That's a fucking solid beer. Um, oh, fuck yeah. So yeah, that's very bitter. It's actually Ooh. to where I have to set it down. The other How one, I felt like I was drinking it too stuff. fast. But you know what? That's what's cool. Exactly. Because like this is a great way to pace yourself drinking mm-hmm. if you want to. If you're like trying to slow down. 
Like me, when I have something in my hand, <laughs> I'm drinking it. I me can't too. stop. I'm the same way. Monster, bro. I'm the same <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking monster. Fuck, drink yeah, monster, the beer's cookie monster, yeah. head monster, pizza monster, apple pie monster, apple pie monster, chicken uh-huh. monster, pussy monster, kitty cat monster. Yeah, I was waiting for the kitty cat monster. Dog monster, or kitty cat monster. What the fuck are you talking about? This is a stupid ass thing me and Derek always say. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, inside. How yeah. many? Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry. How many things that that you like do I know of? And I just start fucking railing off shit <laughs> and say monster afterwards. Like, you know, like the monster Roadhouse of the whiskey monster, fucking oh, drink making yeah. monster, big dig monster, <laughs> pretty hair monster, pretty eye monster. Yeah, like, I'll go with an AR fifteen monster. Stupid shit. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into this later. I'm, I'm not gonna know what's happening. I'm down. All right, so now, now everybody knows the monster key. Yeah, now we know the game. Dude. Everyone's got shit. a key. The monster game. Derek's monster. list went from like three to like fifteen yeah. now. Yeah. Like forgetting them like I'm an two app- more kitty cat monsters monster. I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's a triple kitty cat monster. <laughs> He's a triple kitty cat monster. Bro. I'm a U turn taken monster. Fucking take the best U turns ever. Gosh. Yeah, dude. You drip them bitches, bro. Drip them, bro. He does. No three point U turn. That's for rookies. Whoopsies. <laughs> so, dude, what do you guys think of this beer? Favorite? I like it, man. You know, it is our own. I want to put it down because I come back oh, to it. Yeah, no, I definitely good. want. I fucking. I can't even. Yeah, it's good. It's good beer. It's just strong as hell. Oh, it's real good. But thanks again. Like Very strong. <laughs> yeah, no fucking doubt. solid beer. Yeah, it's not. Um, a, and that's the thing. It's not a bad beer. Mm-hmm. Which means it's a sellable beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hey, going back to guns and all that, is it something that you see in the future? Like, do you see yourself buying uh, a pistol or a shotgun? Or uh, yeah, absolutely. A rifle or anything like that? Yeah. Uh, Maybe a bow? You know, you can go do bow. some archery. He's with just trying to do the bow <laughs> shit. Yeah, I know about the Yo, bow man, thing. I'm fucking. Yeah. Um, I'm Robin of Loxley, bro. I'm almost uh, for you for that. I'm zinging him, bro. I think before I learn about bows, I would like to learn how to use a sword. Word. Oh, dude, it's I want to learn how to yeah, fence. Yeah, or in a knife. Fair. And I want to learn how to block yeah. bow and arrow, if you, bro. If you find a place, I've seen it in the movies, bro. I wonder if bro, anyone was that science. quick. If anyone was that science. quick, boom, where boom, boom. a samurai can actually pull out his fucking katana and slice an arrow out of the fucking. Did you not oh, see yeah. that one? Miyamoto, dude. That's how. That's absolutely good. Miyamoto, Sashi, he did that. No, but he could. He probably could have. <laughs> no, dude, there's this dude that was on. Uh... <laughs> I'm talking about at him though, not like fucking as it's going down. Because I'm sure a baseball no, player no, no. could do that too. I was too. just gonna say I could do that shit. <laughs> 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 you you give me fucking, you give me like four swings <laughs> of that <laughs> thing. Knowledge, I'm at least getting, I'm at least getting one of those things. I'm hitting at least 300 in that right. contest. <laughs> so check it out, listeners. We're talking about. If somebody were to shoot an arrow, not at you directly, but in this straight path, and your only job was to cut the arrow in half, almost like trying to hit a baseball when you're standing at home plate, right? Yeah. But you're uh, swinging down. Right? Hitting, hitting an arrow is easier than hitting a baseball. You think so? It's yes. bigger. Oh. But how oh. fast does it travel? Oh, man, I don't know. Hardest thing to do, hardest thing to do in sports. I don't know. I, I think... how, how, how fast do they travel? That's the uh, question. About where are you night shoot, or like where are you probably 500 feet per second. Where are you shooting it from? Oh you know, we're, we're, I'm, I'm talking about the ultimate compound bow. I'm just talking about a regular bow and Yeah, arrow. just trust me. I want me. to think of a long bow from back in the era. I've they seen were it. about 120 pounds. A Genghis Khan bow? 
Like, I'm not a, a talking re- about Genghis Genghis Khan's no. bow. He killed one percent of the world. Genghis Khan killed yeah the more people in the entire history of the world, dude. With so I don't bow. know that guy probably and had all a those other mean dudes bow. had well, swords. Yeah. yeah, and he was just bowing them up. He, he okay, was smart and they carried that swords their entire lives. Again, he was definitely smart enough to. to I'm talking about a novice bow maker. Didn't they have horses too? Is that how they did? Yeah, that's actually horses. That's what inspired the the curve. So like they can they. They were mobile oh, while they were going, the bow, yeah. as opposed to the longbow. That would, I mean, I believe a longbow is usually like four. I'm gonna look this up, but I think yeah, it's every longbow long is specifically made for the person, and it's supposed to be about six inches taller than what you are in stature. So when they fold it, mm-hmm. you're able to hold it. It's almost as tall as you are, but it has enough to where. Ah, fuck, we should look I, this up. 100%. I'll say this: the boat. The I only boat know this have? because I was gonna make a longbow, and then it kind of fell through. But I was looking into the whole reasoning behind it. But this is like two years ago, dude. So like, I mean, fuck, my memory on that's kind of kind of fuzzy. This whole time I've been trying to come up with a challenge, and I'm like, the bow that you have, the, the recurve, that, that's like bows. 67 to 72 pounds. So I mean, that's gonna be it's gonna be zinging them at you. That's but fine. The compound bow that you have with the pulley system. That zinging it at like a hundred fucking, fucking yeah. I don't want one of those. I want well, miles per hour. Those? Miles per hour. How fast could you shoot a bow? How fast does the bow travel? With let's find uh, out. Let's uh, fucking find out. Let's guess. Yourself, let's uh, guess. Average okay. rate guess. of guess. average on, rate of arrow traveled. Right miles per hour. Do you want to do it? You yeah. do it. Re, out of a recurve bow. Out of a okay. so recurve bow maximum rate of travel of a recurve arrow. That was very articulate. Thank you. That, I couldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, archery, arrows, momentum, best speeds. Well, okay, let's say it's going at... It's got to be... I feel like it's going faster than 100 miles an hour. Oh, no, absolutely. If it's going faster than 100 miles an hour, then it's going uh, for uh, any baseball player, it's going to be tough. 50-pound to 55-pound recurve shoot 175 feet per second. Now, we do also have to account that this rate... Uh, diminishes uh, as like for more yeah. and more as the arrow travels. Dude, we got to set this up as a math question. What's the distance between the home plate and the sixty feet six inches? No, we got to set this up as a math problem and, and set this up and figure this out. Let's when do we're it. Not fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to know. I really want to know this now. Like, yeah. I believe you. You could just hit ask it. it mile per hour. Well, let's think about it this way too, because I could get it up to about 85 to 90 miles an hour and batters have less than a second to react to that so i'm automatically probably throwing close to about 120 feet per second give or take so it's right around there already so i already have a lot of history with hitting yeah. something coming like that bro science is a fact yeah. bro science bro we're gonna drink a bunch of beers with later. your drink drink beers with your bros and come up with science it just well, makes sense that way there is this japanese dude that uh on video was able to have a dude with a really nice airsoft gun in front of him shoot these things at him and he could cut them in half as they were coming out of his fucking face that guy should so, play pro baseball and, I do that. and <laughs> he did it with his sword all the way in the uh the uh sheath and was able to yank it out and slice it all in one motion. That's pretty fucking dope. Yeah. That's pretty dope. That is pretty tight. That's really but cool. he gets zero pussy. But if you were able to cut a fucking arrow out of the air, dude, I think that would step up your pussy game a little bit. Dude, if you I'm sorry, but I, cutting I, an arrow from, from her, like she was about to get shot by an arrow and you cut that shit in half, that you're half? getting your dick sucked and at least. Here's the thing. When you cut it in half, you can't just be like, oh my God, did you see that? Because I'm sure, <laughs> you I'm sure you're going to be a little surprised yourself. 
<laughs> in that moment, you got to put the sword away and just start walking away. Ignore yeah, the fact around. that you did it. Go, yeah. go to the bar and order a drink. He's then a I guarantee that you might be because <laughs> you're playing it right. My right. thing is also like I'm. I mean, the bow was created for a reason mm-hmm. because thro- the best people in the world fucking thrown shit. I mean, that's how they hunted originally. Then they eventually came like up with a bow. Like that? Yeah, but they came up with a bow because it was just a better system to launch who, things at longer distances. So it has to be able to put yeah. down more numbers than a ba- somebody. If you took the best dude in the world, throwing the best pitch in the world the fastest he possibly could, or whoever, uh, you know, I still don't think it's gonna be like I'm talking meteor. I think I can slice <laughs> more of his arrows than he can hit of my fastballs. Damn, I've, I would actually love to try this out. Oh, I don't know how my how, accuracy's pretty good. I can zing it hey, down man. the first plate. Worst case scenario, you shoot me and I die. Well, you put it like that, it just sounds really bad. <laughs> no, like, I don't want to even. Dude, I'm willing to put down. my life on the line for this. No, challenge. it's very easy. We get a bulletproof. To to that we get a bulletproof door, piece fucking. of glass, and we put it in front of you guys, in front of him. Oh, and I we like build it. a box so he can see it coming, and he just slices down. Right. As it's coming beside him, okay. we can that figure this shit out. Well, once we get the science, the, the I'm not kidding. Science. I'm, I'm totally down to do this. <laughs> hey, if, if anyone out there is willing to sponsor this little endeavor, yeah, we need please. bulletproof glass. Please, uh, it's not. No, I, got, I just trust you, bro. Too expensive, but it's also not cheap. Just like out of plywood. Would your arrow go through plywood? Yes. <laughs> uh, at 65 feet? Uh, not three quarter inch plywood. Uh, if, it, if it's the right kind of plywood, probably not. It's so, not gonna yeah. go through anything because I'm gonna slice that bitch in half. Damn! <laughs> Ooh, this is getting fun, dude. Oh my goodness, I would love to try this. And you know what? Immediately afterwards, I I have a go with a fucking baseball and a bat. Like I'm gonna see what I'm gonna see what you got, man. Uh, I'd love to what see. What I have a special set of skills that make me a nightmare for people like anybody in the plate. <laughs> so I would love. You just hit him in the head every time. <laughs> Boom. Ah! I was gonna say we're gonna need that bulletproof oh glass God. for Derek too. <laughs> I haven't thrown a bullpen in a long time. <laughs> Throw bullets. Derek, so I'm really accurate. And I go, I'm not sure if I am anymore. jump on in. No, uh, I mean, yeah, no, I'll throw a bullpen before. It's around it. It's just like getting punched. It's a, yeah, 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 which is not really fun. <laughs> yeah, which is not fun. Yeah, the part of the part of the idea of, uh, of of not hitting well, especially for somebody that that doesn't, you know, that never played baseball, is the fear of getting hit by the ball. Because first, you have to decide. Is this pitch a strike or is this pitch gonna hit me? <laughs> yeah, that's you know a what big I mean? choice. <laughs> it is, and so you know, yeah. So that that's that's an element that uh, a lot of a lot of pitchers use. I use that when I throw my curveball because they're so scared that I'm throwing a fastball at their head that they don't realize that it's a curveball and it's about to curve into the strike zone. That's fear. scary. You use the fear. That's what's kind of cool about baseball. Mm-hmm. Manipulating you the ball. You can throw a really hard object at someone and just have them try to hit it. Well, in that whole relationship, I love that standoff between the batter and the pitcher. I love it too. Like that's really fucking cool. I fucking dig it. I dude. think that's kind of that's kind I get of exciting. Off on that. Not literally, but you know what I mean. Like, well, I mean, I wouldn't blame you if you did. It's like my favorite place to be on earth, dude. Is like on the mound, fucking in control of the game, uh, with the defense behind you, knowing that your shit is better than all the hitters, no matter what the fuck they are. Like mm-hmm. I know that my shit is better than theirs. Sounds like you would like fighting. I do. <laughs> But in the ring, dude, like think about it. I mean, you well, yeah, got you got your defense, you got yeah. your fucking coaches right behind you. I don't know. I've oh, never dude, fought I, before. Yeah. I but 
I any sort of competition, man, I thrive That's on. True. But it's like, but pitching is so. It's like, especially when you get up against these like three, four, five batters in the lineup that all have these egos, dude. And they're all huge monsters, and they all think that they're the fucking shit, dude. And I love just sitting there up on the mound, dude, perched up, just like motherfucker, you can't touch me. And all I'm gonna do is just throw it by you. Mm, and that's pretty fucking, cool. It's it when you and when it when it happens when you strike them out or when and you when you hit them with a backdoor curve and they bail out of the box and you you turn that fucking he-man into a, a, a scaredy cat dude and then they're, they're rung up dude and yeah. once that moment happens when they're rung up dude and and you're you're finishing your pitch and you look back at them dude and you're just fucking right on them like motherfucker time to go back and sit down you thought you were good and you're not mm-hmm. cool. I, I can see how that would be fucking rewarding as shit, oh i dude. love it dude like, just just out striking someone and like having that mental advantage where I know I'm in their head and they're, they're afraid of my power. Like, oh, yeah. my fucking fastball or I would, whatever. I would pitch right yeah, at that's people, fucking, too. That's awesome. like, I would pitch right at the strike yeah. zone. I didn't. I wasn't like somebody that would dick around and try to, like, try to get them to swing at something or try to go for grounders. Like, I would try to strike every single person out mm-hmm. that I ever faced. And, yeah, that's... Has anyone anyways. ever hit a home run off of you? Yeah, in college. It's Actually, what, it happened one time It happened one time in high school. Uh, Limer got me. Uh, and then uh, it happened uh, a couple times in college. Um, but, yeah, the ratio is like... Is that the opposite feeling uh, of fucking striking someone out, obviously? It's the absolute. It's like, it's like getting knocked out in the ring, I'm it's sure. Like, it's like oh, the absolute... It's like, yeah, because then the entire time... Like, the moment that I strike them out, I get like a, like a small, like little two-second fucking look at him moment mm-hmm. and then it's time to refocus for the next guy because oh, it's gotcha. your job to get the next guy out but when they hit a home run dude there's like a minute and a half or two minutes where they're trotting around the bases gloating everybody's celebrating and you're just like the whole team knows that you just gave up this home run and it's like they, it's not like your defense could have done anything like you didn't even allow your defense to help you like i feel really bad when somebody give, gets a fucking single mm-hmm. i feel bad when they foul the ball off i don't want them to touch my ball but if uh, if they hit a home run and I didn't even give my defense a chance to do anything yeah. about it, then I completely failed them. Huh. Well, not. I mean, I, I I definitely see how you see that, but in, like the way that I see it, and I like I played baseball as a kid. I never got really into it. I've always enjoyed watching it. It's a fun sport to play. It's cool just hitting the ball it around. Was a lot of fun. Playing it was catch. A lot of fun to play. I mean, holy shit! Playing I can't remember the last time I yeah. I miss playing catch. It's a blast. But my point is that the pitcher is kind of like your shield. He's like your outer defense. He's your first line of defense. And you know what? If sometimes someone finds a fucking hole in that defense, that's what everybody else is there for. Or you know, if it doesn't, right. you know, if it doesn't make it to the rest of the defense, still, shit happens. Like, if you're, and you know what? If you're giving up too much, then they're gonna pull you, right? Mm. Yeah. So you know when you're doing a bad job. That's yeah. a terrible feeling, I bet. Oh, like that's having that's having the coach come never, out and be like, "Yo, I'm pulling you out of the game." I would never like it when the coach would come out, dude. Oh my goodness! I used to, like, I used that to absolutely hate it. That would be the ultimate, it. like, yeah. fucking not necessarily like a diss, because I'm sure it's it's part of the game. That's gonna happen, and the and dude. the if it's uh, for the betterment of the team, then fucking sure, I'll step out and I'll let the next guy so, in. You know, I always, I was always be- always believed in my heart that I was the paper. best person for the team to be I in that it. spot. I get it. I definitely get it. I was but, like, I mean, this, this next person is not going to care as much as I do about this next out. That's a difficult thing about team sports for me, anyway, because I'm kind of That's like you a learn solo a lot, sport man. thing. I think every sports, team sport or solo sports are fucking beneficial in their own way, for sure. Absolutely. I think people should play both. Now that I've, sure. I, I grew up just mainly on team <laughs> sports, sure. I think that there's an you element to, to solo to, like, sports, though, yeah. that is, oh, 100%, 100%. is really beneficial that right. I, I know missed. It's all you also have to learn to trust people. You kind of have to learn how to trust people. What better way to do that than to play team sports? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you got to learn how to trust your oh, teammate. Absolutely. Like 
If you're playing basketball and you're you're going for a play, you gotta trust your yeah, I got you, brother. Sorry, bro. You know you gotta uh, trust your teammate that he's gonna make that screen, he's gonna make that pass, and you know, just same thing with football or any fucking oh, team sport. Fo- football is the ultimate team sport. Yeah, dude. It's like, like your fucking ass is on the line if if they don't fucking have your back. For <laughs> sure, like oh, thank you, sir. Appreciate that. It's really kind. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude. So uh, we'll get back to this point, but really quick, let's introduce this next beer. Um, Matt, you want to do the honors for this one? Sure. Should we guess again? I'm definitely down to guess I the already know what it is. motherfucker, I Billy. Two in a row. No, I do remember. I, why are you so you good at remembering? Can't get on Billy for having a good memory, bro. <laughs> Dude, you need to stop taking that alpha brain. Uh, I'm on it. Concentration. Um. So, uh, yeah. So I will guess the Thank percentage, you, but really quick, let's do what we've uh, been doing. Cheers, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> All right. To, uh, first off, this is the. Withwise oh, Ale, girl. double hey. IPA. Yeah. Let me look at an alcohol content. <laughs> you already know it, Billy. It's already Yeah, cheap. I know. I already know. Cheers. I'm not going to guess. I can't win this. I was defending you, bro. Know. I was defending you, bro. All right. Go Billy, for it, guys. I literally introduced this beer. I remember. Oh, wow. Okay, this one has a... Um, That's between yeah. me and Derek. Okay. Derek? I'm gonna say nine two. No. Oh. I'm saying I'm saying nine two. That's interesting. <laughs> it's good. I'm it's hoppy. It's malty. <clears throat> it's, it's like really a little balanced. fruit to it. Almost yeah. right. over here. I definitely get it. <laughs> I I feel like I have to commit to my answer now. I know. Or right, heavy I know, dark I'm stone just fruit. Be funny. Yeah, nine seven is what I'm calling. What you just said? Nine, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Joking. Lower, uh, goddammit. Totally joking. No, oh, you can't do that. It's I lower. Was totally joking. I'm going to say like 8.2. All oh, right. I'm thinking, I, I said 9.2, so the like original answer. I was thinking more like 8.6, 8.9, 8.16, 8.17. Drumroll, <laughs> Billy. All right. Nine. 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 Even? Damn. Why nine, nine, nine. I overshot it. Did you notice that that uh, Alesmith, My Bloody Valentine, uh, is six point six six percent? Uh huh. That's hilarious. That's why it's called My Bloody yeah, Valentine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool, right? Acoustic has the um, Mosh Pit Red is six point six six percent too. Oh, the really? Dry Hop oh, Red, yeah. yeah. Acoustic Ales in San Diego. Gotta give them a shout out too, because Acoustic, acoustic kills Yo, it on so many levels. They have a great whip beer you like too, called the Wit Snake, and all of their beers are. Are named after like That's songs, really artists. Beer. Okay. Yeah. So, Wit Snake is based oh, off like White, White Snake. Snake. Yeah. Here I go Very again on my own. Popular song. Here I go again. Going sure. down the only road. I'm... Okay. You guys know it. Yeah. Okay. No. Cool. Here I go again on my own. Walking down the only road I've ever known. There you go. Like a drifter, I was born to walk alone. Tuesday night karaoke, <laughs> and I made up my mind. I think I was off on that one. No, he no, says no, no, no. he actually he sings something else. There's something else there. Well, don't go wasting no more time. So don't go wasting no more time, guys. <laughs> Here I go. Oh, yeah. I was about to go in, dude. I was about to go full fucking bravado. It's a fucking solid. Damn it. Let's do that one again. And here we go again. <laughs> We're not drunk enough yet. We're not I drunk enough yet, guys. The lyrics, right? No, it's it. here yeah, I go great. again on my own. Here I come again. No, here I go. Oh my god. Coming off the brain, bro. Definitely coming. It's spelled different. 
Uh, <laughs> Dude, this is fucking a solid beer. So, uh, really quick, let's all just all right. uh, talk about what we're tasting. Back to down beer. for that. Okay, let's see here. Uh, double IPA. Back to beer. Back double to IPA. Beer. It's got. It's got a little sweet. Definitely sweet. A sweetness Definitely. It's like got you this. Said, um, a lot of fruity notes. In a good way. In a good. In a pot. You it's guys, like a mangoes and apricots. You guys ever tasted overly ripe orange? Like, like, yes. say that if you That's what it kind of tastes like for me. Like a really yeah. overly ripe, almost yeah. where it's getting kind of funky. Like, yeah, that's why I like to eat them. Yeah, me too. That's why I tried it. <laughs> like those cuties when they're yeah, like when they're that. almost when yeah, the yeah, skin yeah. is soft enough that you can feel a gap yeah. between that yeah. and the actual. Like that's kind of what this tastes like yeah. to me. That's like, very descriptive. I like that. I the, it does uh, have a very richness. It yeah, does. Rich this does kind of taste like an orange peel that you just scrape alongside your tongue. Like just the peel though. The peel, the just pit. the peel and you just kinda like put the white side of the peel and just kinda mm. lick But it. not as much bitterness. But less bitterness. Not as much, yeah, yeah, less. Slightly. The other one, the uh yeah, but the cyber bully, that one that one had so much bitterness to it. It was hard to enjoy, man. It says it has like, I'm I'm all about I'm all about bitter dry, yeah. but that was like a little much for my palate. Well let me ask you this. When you're drink okay. when you're choosing That's a beer to drink, when you when you're talking about how you enjoy a beer, mm-hmm. are you basing it on whether or not you'd have a second one? That is about hundred percent what I'm basing it on. It's okay. like how excited yeah. I am to take that next gulp. Yeah. Yes. But I mean you can be excited about taking the next gulp if you're only enjoying one glass. If there's exactly. plenty of beers and I'm like, I only wanna have one of those and I enjoy every fucking See, sip, but I don't want to have a second. The, like the, the first Oscar one that we lose ten fifty, I can have one of those. I can only have one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude. The, the first one that we tried, I was like, I actually this is my favorite favorite one so far. Yeah, out of the, the two. Uh, our IPA? No, no was, well the was your IPA was good. Oh, I was fucking uh, about to hug this man. Yeah. No, that one, do it. that one was really good. <laughs> That one was really good too, but, but uh, like, thank you, man. Yeah, <laughs> or actually, maybe maybe it was the Citra second one. Sycamore, yeah. Yeah, I think Billy's right because yeah. it was like the first one that we tried that was not yours, and then the second one I liked more than the first one. Yes. And where I was you, like, where does this rank? And this one is 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 less favorable. Like the first two, I was yeah. like, okay, they're not my thing, but I still yeah. enjoyed it. And especially mm-hmm. the second one, I was like, actually, I enjoy this. I could totally see myself having another one of these or. In general, I was kind of like upset when it was gone. I was like, "Ah, oh, shit! I wish I could have a little more of that." The double I, the, this one, the I'm like, eh, this one. I would prefer not to have any more of this. Interesting. Uh, so you like the hoppy bitterness a little bit. I don't know if I could say that I liked the hoppy bitterness. Okay. It just felt yeah. smoother to me. Like this one has, like, I don't know. This one stayed on the tongue longer. This mm. one. Uh, he like, likes like, the floweriness call more. That a definitely. Yeah. This is more like a, a you know. Uh, not not the pine one, by the way. I didn't re- I didn't really like the pine right, one right. as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm okay. talking about the one previous to this right. last one. Okay, it's this one yeah, here, and this one. is actually the one. If you think about it, it's citra? got citra. There we go. Sycamore and centennial. So it's got all three technically. Mm-hmm. I, would, I believe it, they're all different three types different of types of hops. Oh, okay, yeah. and it says hoppy goodness on it, so it must be like yeah. a triple different hop beer. Huh. Well, I mean, so so far that one's that one's got my vote is like a, a like non IPA person. Yeah, you like the floral. Uh, See, like that's that good floral. to know because n- now we understand what you like. We can mm-hmm. give you better beer for sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't. Tra- I wouldn't give you like a black IPA because I'd be like, he's not gonna like this. No. Shit. I thought you were gonna say black IPs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't give you a black IPA. Oh, I was like, where is he going with this? I really have no idea. <laughs> they're not a band anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're not. They broke Doosh. up. I, I don't know. I guess they, they got two Fergalicious for their own good. Solo and then Will I Am is him. Oh wow! What happened to the other guy? 
Uh, no, Black Eyed Peas. The guy oh, that yeah, played, uh, the guy, guy that played Vega in that Street Fighter huh? movie. Oh. That guy, right? Am I right or am I wrong? That's a, that's one of them, right? Who <laughs> <laughs> did not play Vega in a Street Fighter movie, he but it, it looks very similar. He did. He did not play <laughs> Vega. Well, the guy with the mask. Yeah, I know who Vega is, and I know who you're talking about in the Street Fighter movie. There was a guy from Black Eyed Peas that played Vega. He did not play Vega. I'm gonna fact check myself. You, this, this is this is this needs to be fact checked. He did. Fun okay. fact, fans. Uh, the Zoolander character uh, Minkus or Brink or whatever those guys, one of those guys that dies in the in the gasoline fire uh, thing during Jitterbug. Uh, he actually goes on to life to become Tarzan, uh, or you might know him from True Blood. Um, one of the vampires, but yeah, that that blonde uh, blonde guy was in uh, Zoolander as a uh, an idiot in a gas fire accident. While Derek fact checks, yes, this. I'm fact checking it right now. He was one so, of the guys from Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas, uh, I'm pretty sure, has no Vega. Should we? Mix? Yeah, Taboo Vega. That guy. It's Black Eyed Peas. No. Yeah, soundtrack. That was not Vega. He played Vega in the movie. Let me see that. Vincent Vega? The, uh, there he is right there, playing Vega. Wait a the second. Street Fighter Vega? Oh, Vega. you're talking about the oh. new Street Fighter, bro. The vehicle? That's yeah. 2009. The legend... Okay. Street Fighter. Fight fans, when he said Street Fighter, I thought he meant like the, the Street Fighter with oh, Jean-Claude Jean Van Damme. Oh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, you know what? You, you're probably right. I should have been a little bit more specific. But no, Street Fighter, the Legend of Chung Lee. I did not. I did not know there was a Legend of Chung Lee, and I, I apologize to that. everybody. I did not watch it either, and I also feel I, like I've cheated myself by it? not watching every Street Fighter. Right? <laughs> but yeah, uh, see, he's part of the Black Eyed Peas, though. So, no, no, I totally get that. <laughs> but you do know the, the the Vega that I'm talking about? <laughs> I do. All right. He was a Hispanic guy. I don't. I don't really care much about labels or, or you know things I like do. that. <laughs> labels, I do. Where his ancestors are from? Yeah. I'm like three beers in. I totally do. I was like, he just seemed like a like a. I like can a say Vega. Hispanic guy because I'm Mexican. So like, it's like you know, yeah, like I, still I, just I have that card and that yeah, play. It just where perpetuates I can say the problem. But hey, why not? Let's put Latino. him in. Let's put him into a category. <laughs> now he can segregate. I mean, he is like though. a true white man, Derek. I, I'm definitely not. Say, I'm not making up things. He definitely is Hispanic. So anyway, I'm stating fact. I have I have to go the other side of the spectrum when it comes to racism. Like, <laughs> I don't see people like that. You're like, would you stop being so PC, bro? Like, Jesus Christ. Would you guys? I'm sorry, I said Jesus Christ. <laughs> In vain. Would Jesus. you guys rather do the stout next or uh, the Zeus? I'm thinking that too. Yeah, I'm just saying, just in case anybody's. How many tired, more do we have to do? Like, this is getting two left. Eight. All right. Plus the plus Too our beer plus the fish, coffee. Yeah. Plus you guys the coffee. Coffee. Oh my god, that was tough to get that. down. That was a fucking fantastic beer. Um, that was still... actually that last taste was quite delicious. <sighs> Thank you. I think I have last a new favorite. I really do. You like huh? that one the best? I, I think that was my favorite. Now, yeah. Wait, now I thought you said it wasn't good. I never said that. You said it. I said Cyberbully was bitter. I'm gonna oh. remind it, Derek, and you're gonna find out that. <laughs> yeah, like right. Oh my gosh! I'm sure all the listeners that are fucking paying attention are like, "No, you definitely said it." <laughs> 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 all right, I guess I was wrong. 
Um, uh, man, what a good day. What a good day it's been. It's been a great day. It's been a great fucking day. Yes. Once again, recap. We went shooting. Went shooting. 12 o'clock. 12, well, it was like uh, it was just before one. one. Just before <laughs> one. Yeah. Got there. Quarter to one. Uh, went shooting. We're there for almost, what, two and a half hours? Something like that. That's fucking amazing day. Yeah. Came mm. back. Ate some food really quick. Thanks again for lunch, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really so appreciate Thanks that, for taking man. me shooting. Dude, no worries at all. No that was fun for all of us, man. I wish I would have gone shooting and gotten lunch. <laughs> <laughs> that um, sounds like a lot of fun. And then we got back. Uh, obviously had lunch, so I already <laughs> thanked you for that. I know, Matt's all over my face. <laughs> Damn, hell yeah, Billy. Way, okay, to, fucking, way to make a scene, bro. It's been some pressure changes going up and down mountains and hell shit. Yeah. Yeah. Getting to us. And then, uh, and then uh, we went to Muay Thai today. Muay Thai? Muay Thai. Hashtag man day. Speaking of Muay Thai, um... You, they just announced the Woodley uh, Wonderboy rematch. There's a rematch March going 4th. on. Woo, dude! I, I gotta, I've been dying to talk to you guys about this. Shit. Oh, let's touch base, man. We're only uh, we're only an hour and four minutes in. Holy shit! So this uh, is we just started my... this four minutes ago. Dude, isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah, we're only an hour and four minutes in, so we have plenty more of uh, talk time and plenty more booze. So cool. Let's let's uh, let's keep going. Oh, I love it. Well, just I don't have to drive. So. Hell yeah, dude! There we Wait, go. you go. You said you had to. Uh, girlfriend said she'd pay for the Uber to get me home, so oh. I'm doing something right. Thank you, girlfriend. Yeah, uh, v, big old dick. You are. You are. <laughs> I mean, best. sorry, V. You're the best. You are the best. <laughs> She's actually don't. listening to the old podcast right now. She was just texting me. Oh, oh really? fuck yeah. yeah. She was like, "You guys need to turn up the volume. And be louder." <laughs> so uh, this favorite. is one of my favorite all-time beers from. Uh, lengthwise, this mm-hmm. is the Zeus Imperial Ale. It's a uh, unfiltered uh, Imperial IPA, yeah. and it is quite oh delicious. God. Yeah, like it I stated wild. before, this was the beer that even got me to notice uh, lengthwise. And um, yeah, this is a really—it's got really some good stuff idea. to it. And now I, you guys are gonna. In I my already, opinion, I believe it's perfectly balanced, but okay. we'll see. I already know the alcohol content, so you guys are gonna have to go ahead and. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with my instinct, and it might be because I already know this, but I think it's like nine and a half. I'm, I actually oh, I was yeah. going to say the same thing. Nine five? Honestly, yeah. I was, I was, I was going to say nine three, but I mean, that's like it's, what? It's pretty close. I'm so. going to say 9.8. You have well, to cheers. Try it. I don't need to try it. Careful. Cheers, He's just everyone. guessing off of earlier, <gasps> off of what you guys said. Happy mother flipping Wednesday. Gotta happy competition. Yeah. Happy, happy Muay Thai day. Happy shooting day. I'm going to go tomorrow. I'm fucking tired. But oh, boys, wait. See, how you, feel. See how you feel tomorrow. Great day today. Yes, you're right. Don't let today's tiredness be tomorrow's hurdle. Yeah, I'm not a pussy. I don't fucking know what I do. <laughs> you know, right? I'm gonna put that down because I know I'm gonna chug it. Uh, dude, <laughs> that's the only reason why I'm putting it down. It has nothing to do with the fact. All that right, so you all guess. Oh yeah, no. you all guess it is nine point seven. Nine point seven. Right. I'm fucking close. Yeah, yeah. Close. all of us. Close. I mean, but. That's a beautiful sight, man. Lost. I'm definitely going to be taking a picture of that. I do, we I always do normally play, play Price is Right, right rules. <laughs> I'm gonna say if you're not playing Price is Right rules, then technically you're wrong. Dude, you're fucking gay. <laughs> like, Hey-o. fag gay. Well, I mean, oh, and I don't mean no hate. I'm talking about like. You're not talking about. I'm talking about like, like loud bikers, you know. Yeah. Like, like annoying, uh, like, like you're, you're obnoxious. For yeah. sure, Jinx. Like, no, not you suck dick and you're a dude. Not that. We're no, cool with that. that. Yeah, I'm you told you sexual that. preferences. Yeah, yeah. You do, do what yeah. you want. You do what you, you want. You do you. 
Yeah, freedom, you can baby. do whatever you want. Freedom. So let me have the freedom to associate yeah. the word fag with any distinction I want. Yeah. Pile of sticks. If I want it to be a cigarette yeah. in Britain or whatever. Pile of sticks yeah. or a guy sure. that his motor fucking uh, uh, bike is way too fucking loud. And Although if I was riding a bike, my bike would be loud as fuck. So no. motherfuckers didn't hit me because really all you quick. motherfuckers suck ass at driving. Is that why though? The majority of the time, yes. Seen. Is that really why they fucking? Because yeah. I've heard that before. Well, I'm calling bullshit. There, there's there's certain there's guys points. that definitely there's fucking. A line. There's a line. Yeah. There's like a line. like a seven would be how like. Could okay, you, you can but hear how me. could you tell? But anybody. some guys are riding it like at a nine. How, but like, how could you put a line on their life? No, 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 no. We're saying that the, like there's, there's like, a line. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. I'm gonna play the devil's advocate. Yeah, but what you're yeah, there's a line between like, oh, okay, everybody in the fucking world can hear you, and uh, okay, oh my god, you're hurting everybody's well, ears around you, like versus like how who, who, who really so, yeah, hurt your guys' yeah. ears or was it just obnoxious? Hey, trust me, you no, really. you sit, yeah. I've there's just, bikes. I'm asking. I'm asking. Yeah, there's yeah. bikes that will permanently damage your fucking ears, and there's well, cars that'll do okay, that too. So then there's the line. Well, <laughs> yeah, now well, we like, have an extreme. Let's get down to the bare. Yeah, can we? Let's get down to real brass tacks here. What because would be my, like my, a... The only thing that I'm talking about here is like if if it was if it was really the concept of like be heard, be seen, and all that stuff. Then yeah, I'd want the loudest motherfucking thing on there to the point where it wasn't you know rattling windows, setting off alarms. I mean, most of it's setting off alarms, right? Yeah, no matter what. You're well, doing. if yeah, you're, you're in an echoing, yeah, exactly. you're in a parking so, garage, so forget the alarm thing. But as long as it's uh, as long as you're keeping yourself safe and other people's ears are safe and everything is in accordance, then yeah, go as loud as you want, man, to make you feel safe. Well, well it, it, it's not it's not even about feeling safe. It is, really is about being heard and being seen on a motorcycle. Well, yeah, that's like, what I, I mean. Yeah, and and I agree with you. To be safe. But the thing is that like, number one, like you have to drive or ride appropriately. Like I, I've had really loud cars in the past, but when I'm in a neighborhood or it's late at night, I'm not jamming down the fucking streets, oh, you know, full throttle. Amen. And a lot of people do that and they rev up their shit for no reason. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary, in my opinion. 100%. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's... but I have had friends having, that come down on bikes. Like, I don't want to use, see that happen. There's use and abuse, right? I mean, there's there's using your sound system as a safety feature and then there's, there's going... When you're going to visit Granny's house, mm-hmm. turn that fucking shit down. You know what I mean? For sure. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I can definitely see that. It's but. all about common courtesy in life, period. You need to read. Yeah, if it would annoy you, you probably shouldn't okay. do it to other people. For yeah. sure. Now, would would this be a com- like a, a, a very a common... Fucking delicious uh, beer. Sorry. It's a fantastic this beer. This is my sure. favorite beer. Right? Dude, I told you. It's my favorite. Favorite. This I'm is excited, their flagship. Dude, is it not amazing? I want to get two half IPAs. It's the I want to get two well, half barrels of it. It's the most well Most well balanced one, and it is the highest content, yeah. highest alcohol content for sure. Most, in my opinion, the most well balanced. That Centennial L we had yesterday probably is my second. How many okay. could you drink in a row? Uh, dude, I've sat there and drank like I've sat there and drank three of these fuckers in a row. Three twenty, three twenty-two. Oh, pretty good. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No way. I was Shut tore the fuck up. up. Yeah, hell yeah. There's no way you drank sixty ounces of that shit. Guys, this is really good. Five pints, isn't it? No way. Isn't it I mean, really? no, I could, yeah. I could see. I could it's see. fucking fantastic. like he said. It's very well balanced. Absolutely. She would just get me so lit. Dude, really especially especially since uh, this is right after the last beer, this this beer blows the last beer out of the fucking water. This is my number one. This is delicious, I and like it's that. the heaviest it's alcohol content. Did you really? Oh, nice, man. Man, at least somebody liked it. Oh, sure. Think. 
<laughs> I know, right? Especially we had to listen it, back like, to the podcast and be like, what was I saying about it? Because I kind of forgot. I like the third and the seventh grade. I like beer by the end of it. I like beer. It's just good. Beer's good. Beer's all fucking good. good. But uh, uh, going back to the whole like loud bikes and all this other shit, like whenever we're talking about somebody driving around in a vehicle or any type of fucking motorized vehicle that is just extremely obnoxious, I just immediately thought of a guy that has a fucking lifted truck. I'm talking about big tires, big fucking frame. It's just giant, and he lives out in L.A. And you see him parking, taking up two fucking parking spots at, like, uh. at the fucking Galleria. Over in Glendale. Immediately, I think, <laughs> get a smaller fucking car, asshole. <laughs> I can easily have parked right there. And you know, during the holiday season, you know how long it takes to oh, fucking yeah. find parking. You're there for, you have to leave. Usually, we end up leaving 40 minutes, maybe 45 minutes before our shift, and we make it there, excuse me, on time. Mm-hmm. Um, but during the holiday season, it's like an hour and a half before your shift. Because it's not the drive. The drive, obviously, is a little bit much. It takes about 40 minutes to get, like, 30, 30 to 35 minutes to get there. It's the parking that becomes an issue. So, at that point, it becomes a thing where it's like, dude, why the fuck would you throw that much shit on your truck to make it that much bigger? You already have a truck, asshole. It's already bigger. It's not fit for a compact fucking parking spot. As a normal truck. And you're going to throw all these though, giant tires on it? You, you but know, in L.A., though. It's in L.A. I understand your whole, like... Uh, Michael's holding up a pinky, insinuating the guy's probably overcompensating for a small... What we call in the valley, a baby dick. A baby dick. <laughs> possibly. Baby possibly. Dick. But also, he That's might That's why possibly, I drive a Chevy S10, dog. What? He might possibly just, No like, overcompensation. Just like big trucks. It yeah. might be a fucking chick. Like, Wait, what? Nine times out of ten, it's a douche with a baby dick. You think so? I, well, what if... What 90%. If, this is just bro I'm science. just saying, like, <laughs> the type of car you have doesn't base, like, your dick size. Like, oh. No, it does not. But what I am saying the is type the, of car, car the car size you choose entire, does kind of reflect a, on the kind of personality a, that you are. There's a correlation. If somebody's driving around in a truck that big, I really think, well, selfish guy. He's selfish. He just thinks about himself. He's just like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go around and just be an asshole. A guy that fucking has a vehicle or a, a fucking a chopper that's just like way too fucking loud, you're you're an asshole. You're a bit See, of an I, asshole. I'm one of those guys. And attention whores, I like to say. I would love to have a badass lifted full drive. I would love to have but would you a take badass. It to the fucking uh, Glendale uh, Mall. My maybe, girlfriend was bitching at me about maybe. getting something for her fucking parent. Not that she, she doesn't bitch at me. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> she, I'm not saying her. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Let the record show he did not mean it as in she is or has. It's just hypothetically speaking, if she were to bitch at you, you if I had that vehicle. Just Please care. Care. I was yeah. just thinking like in the mind of this person who was driving this big ass truck. Like, yeah. oh, my fucking girlfriend's bitching Fuck at me. Yeah. I gotta go get this fucking thing for uncle or whatever the hell she's gonna uh-huh. do. You know, I'm just gonna go do it. And he goes and, and he's there. He tries to find parking real quick. <laughs> Takes him an hour to find parking because he's in a big ass truck. Big and he's ass like, truck. motherfucker, can't find parking. I need at least Girl two parking spaces. bitching at me. Yeah. I don't have any weed. I'll Whatever take two compact Like, he's ones. having a bad yeah. fucking day. But I actually, I do agree with you. Like, you park like an asshole. I think the level of asshole you are to other to strangers determines how large your penis is. But also, <laughs> I, you know, like, uh. <laughs> The, 
You know what? That's a solid point, man. I can That's see that. Solid point. It comes or down. Point. It comes down whatever. to that. <laughs> it comes down to that common courtesy thing, where like in all reality, like if you have a badass car or something really cool that's sought after that you like, or you know anything that's you know that uh, you think's really cool, and you don't want to get fucked up or anything, you definitely don't park like an asshole, and you definitely, in my opinion. You don't fucking just park it randomly in any kind of parking lot like that. Like, fuck that. Like, if my car was all painted up and looking nice, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, like, sure. I'm not going to just park in some random parking lot. Like, no, definitely people not. People are fucking assholes just definitely for a reason. Not. 110%. I mean, but also, like, I probably wouldn't have a car that nice that I wasn't willing to fucking... Because I, I enjoy, like, driving them. I like, especially old school, you know, cars, like... I don't want to be worried about like scratching it or anything like that. That's a great. That's a it's great thing to bring up. Yeah. That's one of the reasons that like I'm trying. I tried to move away from that shit. One of the reasons I love that you guys live out here is you're away from a lot of that shit. You don't have to worry about it as much. Mm-hmm. Kind of sucks being far away from everything, but yeah, at least you don't have to worry about parking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Right. That's where uh, we are dude. in society. Let's do it. It's because we're where we live, though. Like, also, it's like we're where we live. Like, we live in L.A. It's a very fucking just packed fucking area. Just people from all around the U.S. and the world, really, come out here. 18 million people. 18 million Two people. Two years ago. Two, Two years, years ago. There's been a lot of fucking At a million. I would like to think that at least... At least, fuck, out of the 18, at least four, and maybe undocumented, five. though? I, was, oh, I don't want to even tackle Ooh, yeah. that. I don't want to tackle You've tapped that number and it's L.A. County? Dude, that's, oh. let's not go there. But I will say that at least five, take over the world. At least five million <laughs> out of that 14 were people that came out here for a specific reason. Whether it's school, whether it's a job, whether it's pursuing a fucking career in the entertainment industry, which is really popular. Everyone knows or that. Or porn. Yeah, that's where just, we are. That's, oh, fuck Chatsworth, right? Just um, baby. I'm telling you, man, like, fucking so many people move out here on the daily. Like, on the fucking... How often are you driving down and you see fucking all these for rent uh, uh, signs on fucking giant fucking, like, uh, uh, apartment buildings and all that? All the fucking time. Because they're turning and burning. They're just getting people in, getting people out. Most people don't stay out here for longer than a couple of years. You know, Dude, it's, I, it's a I smaller can... percentage of people that stay out here for longer than five years, I would yeah. say. And we're all transplants, like, well, at least to Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, man, yeah, I, I, how sure. many people can you, have you known that have moved here and left? Because they, cause, cause they couldn't hang. A shit ton. A shit not, ton of people. Sorry, that sounds not, like I'm talking shit. Exactly. But, it's you know, not. It, the they, city, they, they went back. It eats people alive. It eats people up it and cho- spits choose them out. Yep. Choose them out. Yep. Choose them out. Couldn't get it up fast enough. Choose them out. get it out. <laughs> I hope so. I know uh, for a fact. At least there. Dude, <laughs> on top of that, on that small note, like most people get chewed up and spit out, like they end up going back. Like oh, for sure they end up going back. And the small percentage that stay, that's what I'm talking about. Like like if you if you're here for longer than five years and you weren't originally born and raised here, you're in a really small percentage as opposed to the, all the people that are fucking moving out here on a daily. Like, it's fucking insane, dude. It's insane. It's gnarly, man. And, and I mean, we have USC. We have UCLA. We have fucking Northridge. Just those three universities alone are taking in several thousand students a fucking Trans- year. every year. Every fucking that's year. Not to mention the homeless people like me. Because I get older and they stay the same age. Hey, yo. 
freshmen. I mean, That's college right. freshmen. Yeah. It's not movie. creepy because they're college freshmen. They're yeah. not high school it's not seniors. Creepy at all. It's not creepy. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. Really not. No, but then, like, seriously, you have you have to consider like the bums like me that move here with no reason uh-huh. are just kind of like, oh fuck it, let's see what happens, and you yeah. end up out here, and I'm adding to the population. You know, that people just keep adding to it. It's mm-hmm. like, yo, there's. I think the new frontier is in Montana. And it's where to, where to go. My cousins live like, there. People, if you want to get out, like Colorado is. I'm not kidding. From what I've heard is already fucking downhill. Nashville's gone. Austin is. No, have, sorry, not gone, but a lot of people I've heard have said that this kind of like. two cousins that have there. moved from yeah, California. Two cousins up. on my mom's side. Like my cousin cousins, like first cousins that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy and Benjamin, shout out. You guys are doing your thing. Uh, they moved him fucking. Fuck yeah, Jimmy. They moved to and Montana, Benjamin. and yeah, Jimmy's my older cousin. So it was like him and Mark were like the fucking. They were the two. They were the same age, and yeah, like Jimmy was my only defense sometimes growing up against my brother. I'd have to oh, tell yeah. Jimmy like, hey, Jimmy, Mark did this stupid shit, and fucking Jimmy was from the other side of the tracks a little bit, and he could kind of punk on Mark a little bit. Long oh, story short, yeah. Jimmy, you're my favorite cousin, bro. Elias. Love you, man. Where do you where in Montana they live? You know. Oh, dude, I don't know enough about that. Heard a lot of really positive things about that area. That if you want to be outside, if you enjoy the outdoors, that Montana, Montana is a place to go. And it sounds kind of crazy, but my younger, I'm down. I my younger cousin, dude, it's so cheap. Yeah. My my younger cousin Benjamin, dude, he had he said he has like fucking six or seven acres to himself out there. With, dude, and yo, how much is he paying? Nothing. What do you mean nothing? Like next to nothing compared to what we pay. Oh, okay. It's like uh, he he pays like six hundred or like six hundred or eight hundred or some shit like, like that for like a, out free acres. For a two bedroom, <laughs> like a two garage. bedroom house with uh, seven acres. Yeah. Though. Oh my god. Yeah. Yo, you can you go to fucking. You... I have friends Sorry. in Iowa that have bought houses with two gar- four bedroom house, two car garage on two acres. And they're paying like fucking five hundred and fifty dollars a month in mortgage. Yeah, but six fucking months out of the year, it's uh, ten foot of fucking. Granted, snow. Like, Iowa yeah, is that's hell. True. But that's true. Montana, you're paying, you're paying for the weather out here. Yeah. Montana, you're talking six about wilderness. Hey. If you want to be a wilderness? I'll tell you Montana's this. the fucking. I'll tell you this. Six sure. months right out of the year, I will pay Nine the rent months. in oh, fucking Montana, and I will just campsite the fuck out I, of California, trust dude. Me, haven't been and just have like a fucking internet. Whatever we're doing, we're making money off of whatever. Wilderness? Man, Montana's yeah, the cost of living out there is worth it, so that you can actually travel during those big. winter times. Yeah, dude. You're just like, well, fuck it. I, yeah, I got six hundred in rent at home, but okay, I got several months of fucking yeah, like, like the other stored say, say the five of us were out there in Montana right now, dude. Like the amount of money that we're making now, and we put that out to Montana, dude. We could vacation for fucking the, all those six months, dude. Go on cruises, go fucking everywhere, dude. For that extra twenty four hundred a month. I would love to visit Montana before I consider any type of moving out. To I mean, Montana. I'm not. I'm, I'm not just saying, saying I've I never shoot, been. So it's should, like saying, "Yo, man, the Bahamas is fucking dope because of the beaches." I'm like, "Let's move there." You know, like, uh, I want to go see it. The Bahamas is live on the city by reputable. the city of your pants, dog. Yeah, it's done I, me great. Yeah, yeah. Hey, bootstrap, <laughs> bootstrap, bro. They call me Bootstrap Derek, and I don't fucking... No, oh, no, I lost it. But anyways, I would nah. love to fucking visit Montana before... I thought they called you Deep Throat Derek. That, they used to, <laughs> and then I lost it. <laughs> lost that skill, bro. Um, dude, I'd love to visit Montana. Or uh, You said Iowa? Friends bought houses Iowa's in Iowa? terrible. Don't go there. Sorry. Really? Iowa's cool. It sounds like it's <laughs> terrible. When I think of Iowa, I think of two things. Slipknot... They're from, they're from Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, they are. I think they're, 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 from, they're from Iowa. 
And uh, Matt Wallace. I think of Matt Wallace because I know he's from Iowa. Matt Wallace from, yeah, fucking yeah. Matt Wallace. Homie. Matt Wallace, man. Yeah. Fucking big he, shout out to yo, you, buddy. Call Matt Wallace and ask him what's good about Iowa. I'm just He saying. will probably say that's why I root for the fucking Red Sox. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing yeah. out there and I have to root for something else. I'm probably biased. It's actually not that bad. It's actually they, a cool area. They only yeah. have a football team, like a college football Iowa State, team. Yeah. yeah, but besides yeah, that, the, I don't Hawkeyes think or Bulleyes or something. You know, I think it's an eye of some kind. Some eyes. Actually, no, like, I've driven through Iowa a few times, and it's a beautiful <coughs> countryside. Really, Buckeyes. really cool. That's Ohio. Am I thinking Ohio? Ohio, Ohio State Buckeyes? Yeah, I know the Buckeyes. that's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. uh, the one is it? They're Hawkeyes. And I think it's Hawkeyes. It's a yellow, it is, it's it's a yellow, yellow thing. It's like a yellow it's a hawk. bird-like thing. So gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Montana, the, the living out in that deep a country doesn't sound that appealing right now. Like... I definitely feel like Denver or Nashville, something that's already established would be cool. But I've talked to a few friends, a few people that are far more traveled than I am, and they've always they a lot of them agree that like a lot of those places like Portland or Nashville, Denver are already like gentrified so much and they've just built up so much that it's so modernized, it's almost like a mini LA. Yeah, not like so not like a mini LA, but it's a big that's city. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, instead of getting the country, why not, you why not go to a place where you can, you know, kind of be uh, trend? I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Like influential to the point where you can modernize. You know what I mean? Like as opposed to trying to go to the you know, the 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 biggest city in the state that's already probably got the same attributes as, like you said, in LA. Yeah, like, sim- yeah, very similar. Why not, like you said, get ahead of the curve and and uh, you know. Well, you know, if you've got the, you know, because it's not always the most popular thing to do, you know, and like we're looking at moving and we can't decide where, you know, we're visiting different cities to try to kind of figure out within the next 10 or 15 years, where do we want to move? You know, we thought Portland was going to be it. And we went up there and we really enjoyed it. Portland is beautiful. There's so many awesome things. We just didn't fall in love with it. Didn't feel like somewhere necessarily that right now we need to be that's so much different Uh than what we already have to move so far and start all over mm-hmm. not to mention all the great friends that we have here love you guys thank hey, you love you too, for real yeah for sure man love so you like too, man. the idea of having to start over with an entirely new group of friends is like it doesn't sound that like that mm-hmm. big of a deal but once you've kind of sank your teeth into a place and you like la like we have and we have like established we feel good here it's yeah. like a family here you know yeah that's dude. harder to leave yeah, dude i definitely see that for sure and that's something that like, my mom has actually brought that up before like when are you gonna move back to bakerstone i'm like as much as I would love to see you guys on a daily basis, my mom says the same thing. As yeah. there, there's nothing in Bakersfield outside of just that little fact for me. Like, like yes, I would be giving up one thing, um, and that would be my overall happiness. I, I would be there, and I, I would be there with my family, and that's great. That's fantastic. But at the same time, I felt like I would be taking several steps backwards. And like, yep. as far as me as a person and what yeah, I want to do. Exactly. Like, I kind of need this right now. Like, whether or not I end up moving back in the next five years, I don't know. Like, I mean, who knows? What Anything can happen. But as of right now, like, I'm happy here. I, I enjoy what I have. I enjoy the things that I do. I enjoy L.A. because there's always something to do. There's always something. There's always, uh, you know, a place to go, people to see, something to fucking experience. I, I enjoy that. But the thing I don't enjoy is obviously the, the being so far away. From, not so far away because obviously you know your your family's out in Illinois and you have your mom out in Florida, so you you have a much fucking a much different scenario than I do. But as far as like like I'm just a two hour drive away, but even that's a lot for me. You know what I mean? So 
There you yeah. go. But yeah, there's really nothing for me in Bakersfield. That's yeah. that's why. Like but when you it comes down to parking it. down here, so like yeah. maybe you will move back. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That might the traffic might be the fucking one sole reason that ends up making me go back. May I have some water, sir? Yeah. Yeah, anything to weigh in on that? Now that you're like your new transplant, you lived down here before, like for a while, right? A few uh, years uh, back. Yeah. I like as far as parking go. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I, I love how you go right for parking. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean that's a that's a big subject. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, I mean, like, I, I absolutely love it down here. Obviously, I already had a bunch of friends down here, so it worked uh-huh. out, and uh, it was really easy coming into this. But um, like, uh, the cars just kind of fell into place, and it worked out the way it did. Mm-hmm. So, and I've it really happy. did just kind of fall into place. Like yeah. it was. I know this man, there was a moment there where we were like, yo, we have an extra bedroom because he was in the middle of moving. This is before you said anything about moving down here. Yeah. And then um, obviously you and V decided to, you know, establish a, a place together, sh- awesome, share yeah. a fucking mailbox, which is amazing. Really happy for you guys. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Awesome Next house. step for sure. Oh, so um, and then then what happened happened with you. And then it was just like, well, fucking let's do it. You know, it, was just, it just made sense at the time. And so far it's been great. So yeah, man, it's just, it's weird how it happens, but. That's just life for you, right? It's nice That's when just, it works out like that. I mean, I'm not you know? saying, you know, shit happens and oh, you know, shit sometimes it, it feels like shit yeah. at the time, but, you know, something else great comes out of it, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Fucking awesome, man. I mean, who knows? You probably would have never moved down here unless something like that would have happened. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah like, yeah. that might have been that actual push for you to realize that, well, fuck, maybe, maybe I need to just, just do it. Just do it. You know, pull off that band-aid. It's not always, yeah, it's yeah. not always the easiest thing to do or the, like, really it doesn't not, always man. work out perfectly. Especially but when you're on your own, own, you know, when you're out here doing your, doing your thing yeah. and you don't have any friends. Like, when I first moved out here, it was fucking, I only person I knew was uh, Mike Miranda. Shout out, dude. Thanks for fucking following me on Twitter. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, love you, buddy. Uh, so I came out here and moved with him and, like, he was the only guy I knew. And then I got a job at Mimi's Cafe out in Northridge. And then outside of the people that I work with, only person I hung out with was Mike. And there was like a good fucking seven, eight month period where I was just go to work, come home, and that was it. Like there was, I didn't know shit. I didn't know anyone. And then obviously, you know, you meet one person and you meet the next person and it just kind of trickles down. And okay, by one person, you mean... <laughs> Michael Gilman. Oh, Michael Gilman. Right, 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 right. Come on, I'll say whatever. <laughs> But, uh, you know, so just, uh, I'm, I'm happy for the, the choices that I've made in my life. I'm very happy with. And, uh, cause it's led me to this moment, you know, it really has. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. Love you guys, man. I really do. I really do, man. I mean, who would have thunk that the time we all met, we all met each other at the Olive Garden. We were going to be sitting five years from then. I knew the first time I I knew the first time I met you guys, this this was going to happen. Scenario. I knew. You think so? I absolutely knew. As soon as you said you were a Niner fan, I was like, <laughs> "Holy shit, dude! That's this is funny. This is gonna work. <laughs> this is gonna work." Because <laughs> we were already cool for like, like you know, a couple weeks straight, dude. Like a couple weeks straight, I was like, "Dude, this guy works really hard. Like he's a nice guy. He's always positive. Like that's cool. Like I, that's for me. Like positivity he's is." He's, he's, he's fond on the eyes. I go, I go, if I hang out with this guy, my vagina rate's going to go through the roof. Uh, it hasn't. But, I'm just Dude, uh, but anyways, uh, so anyway, so yeah, so after, after a couple weeks and I was like, and, and the demeanor that he had too was uh, that of humility where it was like, you know, good looking dude, you know, in shape, 
but he was working hard and he wasn't he wasn't trying to come in and be like I'm the fucking I'm King Tut here or whatever. Like he came in and like just did his work and was like, you know, I don't know. I, that I don't know. We've talked about this multiple times where he got a vibe for the place before he he asserted himself in any way and I thought it was really intelligent and then once I found out he was a Niner fan on top of it, I was like <laughs> I was like, it all well, goes back to that moment. And no. I was like, you know, I don't really follow the NFL, but if I were to choose a team, it would be the team that my brother always rep for, and that's the 49ers. <laughs> and immediately I was like... We're, we're actually in the middle of a... Uh, we're about to smoke a joint, I think it was. Yeah. Hey, you're, you're an old place. Yeah. Yeah. You have a joint? It'd be a lot cooler, a lot cooler if, I if I did. I got a bowl. You guys want to smoke a joint? I've got a... Smoke a bowl. I got a fuck. I'm down. Let's smoke a, yeah, let's but, smoke uh, a joint I mean, when we're done. To pay you guys some... Okay. I got I got some oh, cowboy shit, right oh. oh baby Jesus just to just to pay a point to oh, that last thing really more? quick are we still going yeah oh my God there's, I put my shit okay oh there's, there's two, two beers left, left bro. I thought we were done no we got two more no and we still got we still got to talk about Woodley versus Thompson I'm over here packing a bowl dude thinking dude. I'm in the celebratory we still talk like, about Woodley I versus Thompson don't pour it all though but uh, I got my snip we still got to talk about. Oh, I just um, shoot that point in there, just saying like I was like I moved here and geez. I didn't meet you guys until like a couple years in. Really, was, I didn't yeah. realize you were fucking here for that long. Yeah, it was that two and a half years until I started hanging out with you guys. Shit, and like that was some of the fucking toughest times right there, dude. Like yeah. when you don't have any, when you you know I moved out here with my best friends, John Bowler, I love you, dog, my homie. My roommates were great; they were all really cool. But uh, as far as like really clicking with people. And being able to open up, you know, yeah. like I love all those guys. Those guys always treated me really well. But, uh, you know, for people that I'm like with podcasts with or hang out with on a regular basis every single fucking day, you guys are the best. Thanks, and I man. feel Thank very you. blessed to have met you guys. Dude. Dude. Sorry, I'm not trying to get all sappy oh, and shit. Just want, so you know, the sappy. feeling is mutual, this, man. It's mutual. Thank you. Thank you. It's just feeling mutual, man. It's tough to move out to the city and fucking try, or any city for that matter, anywhere, any new frontier where you're trying something new. It's always tough to do. So Fuck I yeah, feel it is, very dude. lucky that I got to meet you guys. Especially for you, because you came from was, a different state. Dude, so did Joshua Davis. Shout out to JD, Josh, man. Oh, JD, baby. Another JD. one of the fucking brothers, I, man. I really kind of cool feel dude. like there's a, a part of, I mean, I, I associate a lot of life to like sports and everything. And I'm like, in terms of fantasy football or fantasy drafts, like, I feel like we've got the best people from the best parts of respective cities like the the best people from chicago the best people from fucking uh, ohio you know what i mean I, I really truly feel like that like we've got the cream of the crop like the ones that like we're like oh, you know what i can't be where, I, where i'm for whatever it is call it fate call it whatever it is uh but certain people congregated to this 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 town and we all connected and i feel like it was fate and our personality dynamics and personality traits uh make it all work Mm-hmm. And we're all leaders in our respective fields. And Dude, we're all a yeah. bunch of go-getters, man. We then, um, each have our own Captain uh, fucking Planet ring, and together... We jerk like, off. That's right. So <laughs> yeah. Together we all jerk off one fat dick. If, if you... Okay, so or if you actually had to choose the one planet. of the rings, if you actually got to choose like the one ring that you Shit. would be in the Captain Planet... Fire, Can baby! Can we go over the rings? Fire? Can we go over the rings? Uh, I'd be Captain Planet. Or water. Uh, or water. Water, earth, fire, and heart. Heart. I'd be heart. Heart was the lamest one, bro. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be dick. Hey, but it's got, the, it's got the strongest punch. I'm sorry. I, you know, it, it is very, yeah, okay. Hey, you take the heart out of fucking Captain Planet, and I guarantee you he doesn't live. 
True. Dude. I was going to say Earth, though. I thought he was great. How he can control, like, mountains and he can, uh, like, make a mountain or make rocks move for himself. Just I'm fucking saying, awesome. Just like, that's still Fucking the Earth. Uh, I'd be like, I would to... drop boulders on people. Like, oh. I'm just trying Earth. to say I had a big <laughs> See, if I was Captain Dick, I would just drop dick on people. This is all material, well, bro. Oh, wait. There wasn't a <laughs> ring. There wasn't a dick ring. Huh? There wasn't. <laughs> You mean a there cock are, ring? There are no, dick there, rings, there, there, yeah, <laughs> there Those exist. Those. They do exist. They do exist. That's a Captain Planet. <laughs> I can see Captain Planet I'll be being a really than... kinky individual when he's like hooking up with Mother Nature. He's like, you yo, know those damn things were giving it up to him. So yo, baby. This beer actually is... Oh, oh yeah, I haven't beers. tried it yet because we haven't done the, uh, the cheers. Oh. oh, yeah, we're doing this. You asshole. I mashed it and Come on, it, man. Listen, I'm just going to chug it. This is just a testament to how professional we can stay throughout the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Professional. Here we are. Uh, beer, beer number four. Uh, beer five. What are we doing? This is, uh, this uh, is beer five. number five. Beer five. Six altogether. Okay. Six altogether. Okay. Six altogether. Six altogether. We have one more to go. And, and we have a bottle in the count. This is the this is the coffee stout. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Guess how much alcohol is in it? Um, so Not you, Billy. Actually, I already know. I I I. I Okay, so let's cancel that game and let's think of a new one. You obviously looked at it too. <laughs> well, that one That's I did. That's why for sure. I was the host. <laughs> that one I did for sure. Cheers, baby. Let's cheers. This is a long walk from that bathroom, man. Holy <laughs> fuck. Right? Yeah, man. For a second there, I thought you got lost. Oh. Cheers, guys. Salud. Dude, happy Salud. number five. Happy numero six. six. I thought we just did. Six. Oh yeah, this is I the said it three times, it brother. Like this is the for the fourth time the lengthwise coffee stout, and it is seven percent alcohol by volume. <laughs> it is one pint six fluid ounces, and it was made December twenty eighth, two thousand sixteen. Mm. It was bottled last that year. Tastes this like so last year. That tastes like a fucking an iced mocha latte. It's fucking delicious. I'm gonna guess it's like seven percent alcohol. Yeah. Yep. I you're you're dead on. He just said it, but yeah, you're oh, on it. Fuck. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. I don't know. I can't tell behind that charming smile of yours if you're serious or not. Because you definitely were right about his favorite beers being IPAs. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's coming around. He's coming around. I'm, I'm either, still, I'm still in it, guys. I'm still in the gauntlet. Yeah, it's either one of two things: either a, you know, you're actually starting to appreciate IPA for what you would drink them for. Or B, you've gotten to that good. drunk point where it's like, it just it's tastes good. Everything just tastes good. Yeah, things are starting to taste pretty good no I matter think, what right now. <laughs> I think that's what I'm thinking it is, too. This well, one, I haven't tried this one yet, so I'll tell you honestly about this one here in a this, second. This beer, in my opinion, good. is very, very easy drinking. Very, very, like, the coffee notes in it is wild. Mm-hmm. I get vanilla in there, too. I don't know if you guys I can do. see that. I wouldn't and, want to uh, drink this beer on nitrous. I think it'd be too rich. Yeah, this right now. I think it'd be too rich for, my, for yeah. my taste. I think you have Matt's to. Matt's giving me that really... I'm fucking crazy look. <laughs> Come on, brother. Drop it down. Give me your input. Audience, I think you really are going to have to I wouldn't want to drink this beer on nitrous, personally. I, I think it'd be too rich for me. I think it's pretty fluffy for already. Sure. It yeah. pretty much tastes like coffee. Come on, Matt. <laughs> nah, He's what are you thinking, that bro? Look. What are you thinking? I can't wait to get the fucking video for this podcast so we can like get our expressions and our... Yeah, there it is. Matt's doing the basic. We're not going to be able to take as many bathroom breaks when we have the video. That's true. <laughs> well, yeah, you can. You just got to, you know... We're all, please 
Cut to Billy. Yeah, Cut right. to Billy and Matt. Cut to Billy and Matt. All, All right. right. Now, now leave it there for 45 <laughs> seconds. You just sprint. <laughs> Go on, man. What were you going to say, bro? Uh, no, I'm, I know I feel really bad because the beer is great, See? but I was having the most intense deja vu right now. Oh. Starting with talking about the, the beer. Did it, so it had about, nothing it to do with what I said about the nitro. nitro. Oh, and okay. I was like, holy fuck. What's the matter? Some and I looked around and you guys heart. were saying things on cue. It was just yeah. really fucked me up in the head. And I would really like that if we could, I'm going to go back now and I'm going to listen to all of these podcasts and make sure that this hasn't happened before because I'm having a hard time right now. <laughs> Dude, it feels so oh, clear. Sorry. Side note. Mm. Fucking awesome beer. Really sorry. quick. It's a that fucking great beer. It would disappointed you. I'm really? sorry. No, it did not. Actually, what, I was, like, that was fucking fun. Fucking, I love You know what's funny about beer, deja vu? Like, I often think, like, whenever I have deja vu, it makes me think that I'm supposed to be in this moment at this time. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that, that's why it feels so natural because you're supposed to be there. And then that kind of goes against the whole, like, everyone has... Choose I, their own Yeah, path. exactly. Like, for freedom of thought and own choice and all this other bullshit. And this but beer. I don't know. Sometimes Ooh. I think there are multiple Ooh. avenues that you can go. And you can choose A, B, C, D all the way down. Every, but every time there's I There's always come, a better... There's always a better... <laughs> every time there's I always come, a better, I'm like, deja vu. <laughs> I was meant to be here. <laughs> ah! <laughs> And then I sleep. <laughs> sleepy, sleepy time. But yeah, you totally beer. ruined my Confucius moment. I was trying to have oh. a Confucius moment, and then Billy just rained on it with that. his nut story. He just came all over my story. He straight up came oh. all over my parade instead of rained. <laughs> what would Confucius say at the end of that? I don't know now. All I can God think about is it, Billy. Belly. He'd say, spray and pray, baby. <laughs> damn, oh peace. My God. <laughs> just get it, get it done. Oh, spray. God. Spray it because you're meant to be here, son. <laughs> you are spray meant it. to pray. You know what? Spray it on her face, and that's oh, what she wants. God. And that's what she wants. That's fucking great. Oh, and that's man. what I'm she that. wants. I'm cheers cheers to that. that. That was that was a coffee <laughs> stout. We're all going so to hell, but I'm, I'm cheers into that. From Confucius <laughs> to coming. Yeah. Oh, this is my com- second favorite right behind Zeus. From Confucius <laughs> to coming. That needs to be a bumper sticker. Oh, man. Spray and pray. All day. <laughs> that, I mean, That's seriously. It's a great beer. It's Confucius. It's fucking delicious. It's great. Every time. That's making top three so right there. which one do you guys want at the, at the famous? Zeus. Co- I think the coffee stout would do great up there. I don't make decisions there. Well, you so can influence heavily on the oh, decision yeah. making. You know more so, about yeah. him, so. And you know more uh, about cocktails. Oh, so you, cocktail you're, you're, you're in that position where else. you can influence on both sides without actually taking over. Dude. Well, like, if I could talk like an asshole about it really quick, I would like to say that if there was one other coffee beer I really enjoy, uh, that's a, like a, a coffee beer, is a Smog City uh, coffee porter. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my! If that you, was actually like, one of my all-time favorites dude, for sure. I used to go up there where, all the time and drink that shit. Yeah, especially when I first started working oh there. Oh my god, remember that? Fucking amazing! After my shift, every fucking shift I'd go up there. That's back dude. when I used to work. Uh, what was it? Wednesdays too. I used to work Wednesdays, man. It's when I used to work Wednesdays. Yeah, I, think. I remember when I used to work Wednesdays. Oh, I remember when I used to work Wednesdays. <laughs> I remember when I used to wait. I always work. Oh, oh yeah, I still work Wednesdays. Oh shit. <laughs> I remember when. I'm just gonna start working Wednesdays now. Are you really? Next week. So no more fucking Muay Thai. Dude, this is why I came out. 
I came to your class. What? I go to Derek's uh, strength conditioning class every Wednesday night, six thirty. Shit is dope as fuck. Well, thank you for the shout out. Make it work. Hard, it's hard to Make walk. work. Six thirty. Where where can they go to to go to to do this? Where? Uh, King's Combat. In, King's uh, Combat. Kano- where is that? Canoga Park or is it Chatsworth? Wow. Is that Mason and Lassen? Mason and Lassen. I don't know if that Ish. technically is Canoga Park. But anyways, Mason and Lassen. Mason and Lassen. Uh, for those people who are like, what's what, the yeah, name of the well, place again? Area code would help. Kings uh, MMA, uh, Yakubian Muay Thai. Kings yeah. MMA, Yakubian. Yakubian. Kings, yeah, did I say uh-huh. that right? Yeah, yeah. I have a white tongue, so. I'm saying it's yo uh, Kubian. Yours is Chatsworth. <laughs> it is in Chatsworth. So Kings uh, Combat Sports in Chatsworth, California. <laughs> Uh, right off of Mason and Lassen on Wednesday nights at 6.30, you can catch your boy, Derek Lee Ramsey, teaching Deasy. his strength and conditioning class, Yo, leading into Muay Thai. Muay Thai. You want to learn how to never give up? You fucking take his class. Cause you take you his class. You can't give up. You can't. Especially Dude. before Muay Thai, because then you jump into Muay Thai, and then you're forced to fucking attempt... To keep your hands yeah. up, dude. Today was a really good day, man. Like I, I did, I did all leg workouts, kind of similar, similar to what I did That's last exactly week. That's exactly what you. He was like, I hope to God he doesn't want to do fucking leg workouts. Yeah, again. dude. What do you think oh, of the push kick? So push funny. kick with the bag. Every time I leave your fucking class, dude, I'm just like the next four days, my legs are so sore. It's hard to walk up the stairs. Last time I oh my uh, God. worked I out, like you, like the, you like the the push kick, uh... dude? That yeah, the continuous. I oh, yeah. man, it took me a while to figure it out, but yeah. Fucking legs, man. Dude, yeah. It was fucking fun. I'm just saying, if you ever want to see what you're made of, anybody out there who is mm. likes to challenge themselves, you are not down. You're not down. Come on down, man. I'll That's show right. you guys I'm a great time. You, and then, you. You're and then not afterwards, down. And then Don't afterwards, be a bitch like me. Challenge then, yourself. <laughs> see what's and up. And then afterwards, we'll do some Muay Thai and then uh, just try to keep your hands up. Um, oh <laughs> trying to keep her hands up. Um, but yeah, so anyways, uh, thanks again for coming out. I just to do the Muay I don't want to do the other thing. Sorry, I remember it made it sound bad. I, th- I loved it. I love every second of it. I think it's great. I love it's pushing fun, myself. I love challenging it's myself. It's a workout. It's fun. It's a great... And then and then you go right from that into Muay Thai and you learn what it... I, and what my imagination tells me is what it'd be like in the fifth round of a fight. Like championship round. Mm-hmm. You're, you you got to fucking keep going. You and can't that stop. last round happens to be See, an hour. the way that I am as a pitcher... <laughs> Yo, but think about it. In your mind, it probably feels like an hour. Yeah. I know. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna fight. Ch- champion, <laughs> champions win in the first round. By the way. Uh, 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 <laughs> fucking Conor McGregor yeah, over here. Dude, I mean, Conor did go five rounds with eight Diaz. I go. If it takes you more than one fucking round, then you're not a fucking champion. <laughs> then I guess you're not really the Connor, fucking best. Connor <laughs> fucking Gregor, man. What a you're fucking all, stud. I guess stud if he fighter. was competing with you, then maybe you were just better on that day, and you're not really the fucking champion. <laughs> what a stud, fucking. Then maybe you should beat him nine out of ten times in the first fucking round. That's the true te- chest of a champion. Fuck a fifth round. I know you didn't practice that at all. I did not I know practice that. right that. off the cuff. No, that's genuine. For it. So, um, also, it's not a hundred percent how I feel. <laughs> well, of course, of course. You're a fan. You're observing. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, I but just like being fun. Yeah. I'm sorry. I want to ask, what's your take on fucking Wonder Boy and uh, Woodley rematch? Uh, the whole. I think Girl I was one of the only people that thought that Woodley stood a chance in that fight. Uh, oh yeah, okay, that's fair. No, well, I'm not saying I was the only person. No, and I'm not saying you. Said but I, but I, I think that was I was, I was on the Woodley side of it. I said, uh, mm, I think that I, I saw that his. Anyways, for the rematch, uh, 
I see Woodley winning. In the rematch, for sure? Yeah. Not for sure. I mean, I, I think it was so even last time uh, that it's anybody's fight, but I think that... Do you see that him we're, winning we, we in, saw, in a more we saw decisive Steven, fashion, though? Ah! Like, like more clear cut. Like, all right. It's yeah, possible. He's... It's possible that uh, that because let, let's see, like so who, close, who's gonna man. have to take who's so gonna have to take close. more chances to win. I feel like oh. Wonderboy Thompson. Uh, we pretty much saw his it, what he was what he was doing to dominate against everybody else. Like Wonderboy Thompson might have to change his game plan in order to beat Woodley. Whereas Woodley took on his best punch and was like, you know what I mean, like his elusiveness and all that stuff. Like he. It didn't look like he was overmatched in that. Like it, he didn't look like the athleticism and, and the distance that that Wonder Boy he excels so with. He looks so fucking strong, which immediately makes me think Conor McGregor would get if Woodley grabbed a hold of Conor in a fight. I think Woodley would. Well, yeah, he's just so strong. Look at BJ Penn versus fucking Matt Hughes. Do you think? Do you think Woodley's stronger than Matt Hughes? That's a good. That's a good reference. Man. I don't think so. That's actually a really good reference. Because Matt Hughes was as strong as a goddamn horse, and guess who and got knocked the fuck out? Well, Matt Hughes. Not Matt. Not knocked. Out. You know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, but submitted. like, yeah. But it all I started mean, with the right punch. The question. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, he was and, and that's the thing is, he like, took Matt down. He was on top, and he landed right straight, and that what hurt. Dude. That's actually what hurt Matt. BJ was able to grab his back, and then Matt was still but, trying to recover. And that, Connor, but that's where Connor is lacking. Nasty dude. Connor's and lacking that's all she in wrote. jiu-jitsu by he is. But what he's lacking is jiu-jitsu. He stood up against Nate Diaz. What he's what he's lacking? But he stood up against Nate Diaz. He didn't get the jiu-jitsu match against Nate Diaz. But also, but look at what happened with Chad. I know, I know, it was on short notice. But with Chad Mendez, the the grappler that he is, the wrestler that he is, he's a wrestler. He's not a he's not a jiu-jitsu. I know, I know. I said I said the grappler and the wrestler. Uh, that he is. The point is, is that the the, the fight can go to other places, and, and Connor has shown an ability to kind of like, okay, to rise up out of other people's strengths, except and for the against jujitsu fighters. He did it against Nate Diaz. His defense what, what, against what Nate Diaz in the second about? fight. Nate Diaz. Was he fucking... never went. Did they go to the ground? What person, exactly. What jujitsu fight are you talking? That's about That's what I'm that saying. Is jujitsu wise, he wasn't. He's not. A, from what we've seen. Him on the ground, he's not him good at all. Him on the ground hurt. In, he, even on the ground even hurt. in the Mendez fight, when he was on the ground, guess what? He was on his back the whole time, and he wasn't even making any moves to do anything at all. There's zero time. You can look through it, all of his tapes, everything, but right. there's zero time of him doing any kind of offense I'm not claiming or any that he's kind a of defense that is legitimate that. in jiu-jitsu. I'm not claiming That's that That's all has. I said was my point right. was is jiu-jitsu not... is no Nowhere near His what oh, yeah. a BJ Penn is yeah, in any yeah. way, shape, or form. Sure, sure. And BJ Penn, in my opinion, was a batter ass champion because he had the 155 belt and the 170 belt, not 145 or 155. He had the There's big boy belt and he had the small boy belt. And he fucking was able to you know take. Uh, he also fought Leota Machida and took him all the way to the decision in fucking heavyweights, getting knocked out by Leota Machida. And fucking, that's the thing is, Conor McGregor cannot take 
anything like BJ so, Penn, in my opinion. I will agree that that the BJ Penn in in his in his uh, time was an absolute phenom and an absolute he was prodigy, a fucking monster. And so why not? Monster. Why he was can't a submission so, monster? So maybe he was maybe a boxing Conor McGregor monster. doesn't measure up to BJ, Hawaiian but to say monster. that Conor McGregor isn't a fucking monster is lackluster. No, oh, for sure. he I never said that. I'm, I'm just saying, so I'm just saying, as far as Jiu-Jitsu goes. He Could needs be. a step of his fucking game because if he uh, wants saying, to be the best of, of all time, he there. needs to go yeah. ahead and jump into all jujitsu yeah. because he's obviously got some striking down, his precision's down, but his jujitsu, and from what I've seen, is so, so. less than great. You know, BJ Penn just recently um, uh, had this interview and they, they were talking about uh, like like money fights, and he was like, "Yo," that's, the reporter asked him, "How do you feel about these money fights that are going on? Like, do you do you think that?" Some of these fighters are doing it right. Do you think that some of these fighters are doing it wrong? Do you want a money fight? Like, whatever the fuck. And he said, he said, actually, I, I again, I'm butchering it, but the basic premise of the of his response was, I think it's silly that these guys are going out, holding out to be money fights. Like, he said, back, back in my day, like, if it were me, I like, he, he said, why don't you go out there and knock out 10 guys in a row and you become the money fight and you become that guy that makes the biggest draw? Like, like you. A lot of people do have to do that. Exactly. No, for sure. Isn't that difficult to do? But But, I mean, that's how you become the money draw. No, for sure. But but what he was he was mainly talking about like a fucking still uh, today. He, no, he was pretty much talking about like a Woodley, like the guys that just became champions champion and were like, oh, I want to like, fight Connor right, or I want right. to fight because like, it's the money fight. As not opposed not to because like it's the, the guy that makes the most sense. Or the number which one is what contender. BJ was saying, go out and beat up the next best guy. Beat up beat of those ass. Beat their ass. Look at you what become the guy. You Diego become the Sanchez's guy ass. Like, that, that's supposed to be like the money fight. The guy that's unbeatable. Like, become like him. Jose Aldo. Instead of saying, oh, I just want to ride on someone else's parade because of what they've been doing and all that other did shit. Did Matt Hughes have a loss before BJ? He did. He but did. it was an early career. But it wasn't he, like but, yeah, any time like. But he didn't have a loss in the UFC. There's, I don't know I if there will be a better win than McGregor oh, no, over Aldo. Like in terms of the the streak and the meaning behind it, uh, that win One over Aldo, like, Dude. not even just that, like not even in the manner that he did it, like which was like that almost the manner that he did it almost cheapens what he did, like because it can almost be perceived as lucky. But in terms of like stopping a cha- like the ultimate champion of champions and having the like. Okay, well, you beat the the pound for pound probably best fighter in the world at the time. Like, not that you became the best fighter in the world at the yeah. time argumentatively because you are the champion at this weight and that weight. Like, you beat the baddest motherfucker in the world that hasn't been stopped in by by bad people, by Frankie Edgar's and whatnot. Yeah. Like, this guy's been beating the best of the best of this weight class for ten years, or whatever it was. Yeah, dude. Really quick, like, what's more decisive? Knocking a guy out that's known for being the best of all time, or making that guy that's known for being the best of all time give up, like actually quit. The, exactly. Well, 100%. Exactly. That's, that's way more. That's value. way that, more. That's what BJ that, did against Matt Hughes. He climbed and choke, and Matt Hughes is like, he tapped. He's like, I but give we, up. But do we cheapen? Do we cheaper? Like cheapen Connors win because no, he dominated the third. That's, it definitely but, does that's not. The, definitely that's the argument though, and that's an interesting point because it is. I will say that I think BJ Penn in his era is the Conor McGregor that we now are seeing in this era. I could absolutely see, and I don't. You know, but I don't think like, we've seen a fighter like well, Conor more McGregor well since, since BJ Penn. I and think I'm sure BJ was more, BJ more, more, is more, more, more well, well-rounded. BJ's fighting at 145. Who's to say he doesn't go out and submit Yari Rodriguez? Who Yari Rodriguez is actually saying that he believes he's going to be the first guy to submit BJ Penn. 
Dude, I dare I dare him to go to the ground. I want him to. Ben. I think that'd make it Holy easier for BJ. Shit, yeah. Dude, BJ's, BJ's training with like got heavy hands with you, fucking Diego. Think about fucking the other day when we were everyone. watching him Craig fight. Craig Jackson. Yeah, when we were watching him fight fucking um what's his name? Uh Drink his yeah, uh, the other day we were watching BJ fight Leota Machida. He hit him with a fucking left hand, and you just see the demeanor of the fight change. He was scared for a moment. Like, he was like, holy shit, this motherfucker just hit me that hard. Like, if BJ lands flush, oh my I, god, he generates, I think he generates just as much pop, if not more pop than uh, the Connor, especially at that weight class. And I think that he, uh, I think he's more well-rounded. I think that he was. Uh, okay. If you look in 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 the past and you check out BJ's like career, like you could really see like, I mean, right off the bat, he finished like four dudes within like all of them together. <laughs> didn't make it out of one round. Like they, I mean, he destroyed everybody, just like Conor McGregor. But he had that fucking that BJJ the that was unfucking the, believable. The one if you look at his knockout it, record, it is unfucking believable. He knocked almost, out everybody. Oh, so the yeah. Who's who? But, but the only thing that I'll say is that that that's kind of where I'm at. Is like BJ Penn is almost like the Muhammad yep. Ali, so to speak. Where it's like that his career is is fully viewable, right? Like you you see, you saw the rise, you saw the glory. And it sucks because we're not remembering him just in that that mist of his glory and the mm-hmm. and the essence of who he was. We still have that 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 final part of his career where it almost not taints it, but it's like it's like you still like we haven't seen that from Connor yet, where he starts to trail off, and we can start to say like, uh, you know what I mean, like where he's fought that jujitsu yeah, guy. And, I'm and I'm not arguing uh, the point that he's like doing anything like better than Connor. I'm arguing the point that Connor needs to be more well rounded. And he needs to Touché. do more jujitsu, and, and, and be able to pursue that. I think he needs to join competitions with jujitsu and go against badass people and really throw his hat in the ring in jujitsu. Because like to be the ultimate dude, he needs to be able to also be this jujitsu master. Right. Because going against like somebody like Tyron or anybody like that. If he's able to capitalize and hit them and stun them, he's also going to be able to go ahead. You know, these guys are going to recover faster. Right. So he's going to need to be able to get on that neck immediately. Well, and it's all about that jujitsu at that point. He needs to be able to, to do it all. And, like, he's great with his hands. The, but, like, jujitsu-wise, like, he needs to really step his game up. I agree that he, he needs to step. He tapped in seconds. Absolutely. Holly Holm didn't when fucking, fucking tap. When he was worked. Well, Holly, Holly Holm is, is a gangster, gangster compared to but him. But the point, is, the point that I'm trying to make is just about where, where there are in terms of, like, legacy-wise. Like, in terms of how everybody's going to perceive them when they're done. And well well done and retired. And the way that Connor is, is like, especially with his knockout the percentage of his knockout rate with his left it's hand is, it's 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 like record breaking it's like the highest hand. the highest rate of knockout and which is why in he's a draws because he finishes look up how many knockouts he's bj has versus in the yeah i think it's the first no no, no, no i'm talking saying about total numbers versus percentages pers- i'm saying if you look at how many knockouts bj has versus how many knockouts connor has percentages 
percent of what do you what do you because you're talking about you're talking like i said and we keep drawing but you can't talk about the number you can't talk about his overall stats okay so if bj had 50 fights and you knocked out 25 people and connor fought 25 times and knocked out 25 people sure he's got a better percentage right but he's got half the the same amount of people but he's got half the fights and he's knocking out the same amount of people he's not as well better knockout artist that's what i'm trying to say no not necessarily because he hasn't fought 50 times he knocks out 25 out of 25 you just were saying you're saying, you're saying that he's saying not a premature gonna, thing just guy, a minute ago. You're saying and that now a guy you're saying that goes a premature 25 thing out of 25 out of knockouts. The end of and then has 25 career. more fights and then won't knock any one of those next 25 guys out. That's like so far-fetched, man. No, not at all. What? Think about it. Just a moment ago, what did you say? Hey, we haven't seen all of his career. We haven't seen so, his whole career Okay, yet. let me Come talk here, for a second. I'll let you talk. Exactly. Sorry. we got to figure this out. So, you had... Really quick, really quick, really quick. Uh, everyone, we want to uh, introduce the last beer of the night. It is um, a uh, uh, it's beer that uh, it's beer that myself and Matt here made. So, dude, here's to that. It's a uh, Kona coffee porter. It smells um, like schnozberries. It does smell like snow. Hopefully, it tastes like them too. But yeah, I just want to introduce this beer. Uh, it's a beer that myself and Matt really uh, put a lot of tender, loving care into. So, uh, guys, really quick, what do you think? Great. I I've I'll, Yo, always hold up to the light this. and tell me how much res- how much is it left in there. It's totally oh, obviously unfiltered. Yeah. Obviously unfiltered. Absolutely. Whole mm. beans next time. Fuck so, yeah, so you're saying what I was saying was was just a moment ago you said, Hey, good, we can't judge Conor That's McGregor good. on his jujitsu ability because we haven't seen I didn't all say that. I wasn't talking about his jujitsu okay, abilities. Can I, can I finish? I was talking about can his I, career, not his jujitsu ability. We can't judge Conor McGregor's legacy. Because you're saying something that's wrong. I wasn't no, talking about said. his jiu-jitsu abilities. I haven't talked about his jiu-jitsu abilities one time. Like just a mo- you argue everything. So let me backtrack for you because we could also watch this because that's the sweet thing is means. we can go ahead and backtrack it and see exactly what we said. Gives us all the so reason to listen. So what what you were talking about though is hey we can't judge Connor his basically career. on his career because his career is not finished. Right. Right. So if he knocked out 25 people, but he hasn't had 50 fights yet, then his career compared to BJ wouldn't be finished yet, right? right? So there's the exact same point you're arguing against is the exact same point you were arguing for just a moment ago because you said you're not thinking about this correctly, and obviously, but I'm like confused, you're, what, you're going really roundabout here. No, 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 no. It's being clear. So earlier you said we can't judge BJ, or I mean, I'm sorry, we can't judge Connor. Let me finish. We can't judge Connor because we haven't seen all of his career. We can't judge jujitsu necessarily yet. I didn't but say anything about jujitsu. All we were talking about earlier was about jujitsu, and you're talking about yeah, that's for sure. Okay, for sure, that's what we were talking about earlier, and that's what happened. So, also, what I'm saying though is, you, if Connor knocked out 25 people, but he hasn't had 50 fights, and BJ knocked out 25 people, but also 25 submissions. You wouldn't be able to discern either one. I mean, it would be the same point regardless on either or occasion. So, I mean, both of them, if like, it was you about can't finishes, argue this yeah. one without arguing the other one the exact same way. If you're talking about, if you want to say that, yeah, if, if BJ Penn has 50 fights and he finishes a higher percentage of fights than Connor does knock people out, then that's one thing. But what I was saying, what all, my only argument right there was that you can't talk about the number of people that BJ Penn is knocked out compared to the number of people that Connor is knocked out because, in fact, BJ Penn has had an exponential amount more fights than Connor. 
So what I was referring to, all I was referring to was just the percentage of fights to knockout. And Connor's percentage of the amount of times that he fights people to the amount of times that he knocks people out is so high that it's a, it's it far outweighs BJ Penn, Mike Tyson, Anybody. Mike Tyson. Yeah. No. <laughs> Check it out. Can I can I propose a question? So that Rick? that's what I'm talking about. So if if Connor knocks out 25 out of 25 people as opposed to like say BJ Penn knocks out 26 out of 50 people then yeah, BJ Penn has more knockouts, and so that's all I was saying was yeah, that yeah. if you go look at just... well, hold on, let me let me. All uh, I was saying was when you said, go look, go look at who has more knockouts, BJ Penn or Conor McGregor. All I was saying was, well, yeah, because BJ Penn has more fights, and we can't. That statistic is null and void because BJ Penn might have more knockouts, but he's not a better knockout artist than Conor McGregor. But how could you say that if he has more knockouts than Conor McGregor? By the percentages. Yeah, okay, but Conor McGregor hasn't had as many fights. So if you look so up a that's, percentage that's of saying. that many fights, that's what I'm saying. So you here. go ahead and minus all the fights that he hasn't had, and his percentage is not as good because he hasn't Wait. had that many fights. Think about it. We're talking. I, I check this out. I Hold on one second. Potential. One second. One second. So if I had 50 fights and he only had 25 fights, let's go ahead and say he had 50 fights also. But we can't discern that because neither one of them has right. the same amount of fights. We can't but it. Connor, but BJ had more knockouts. So if we eliminated all of the submissions and all the rest of the fights, he still had more knockouts. So if you eliminate all the rest of the finishes he has, he still has more knockouts. Why don't so we, you why don't go we just ahead and add first up the fights. amount of fights? <laughs> why don't we just do the first 25 fights from both fighters? But that doesn't make sense because if one fighter has more knockouts, that doesn't matter regardless if you can't of discern, that. If like, you can't discern the totals yet because one fighter's career is not over, then how do you extrapolate the fact that one person had... How do you credit one fighter for all the knockouts they've had in their career and that's not like, credit the other fighter? That's like saying, like, oh, the- hey, you know, um, sure, uh, <laughs> sure, um, Tom Brady has fucking, like, you know, five fucking Super Bowls, but we can compare him to this guy who only has one Super Bowl because he has more yards for this year than he ever had in those years. You right. can't really say that because he hasn't fought and he hasn't done it as long. He might be out... In six months, he might be out in a year. Sure, you can't just be like he's the top number one motherfucker of all time because he did it one year, one sure. time. He's not a champion. He's not the ultimate champion. They did it for ten fucking years running. I he's not you. the guy that had that long road and just fucking was able to knock all these t- tough badass motherfuckers out for years and years and years to come. Gotcha. You got to have that. Percentage-wise, like I understand the percentage-wise you're talking about, so but they, if so you go ahead and your, add up the amount argument, of fights, your argument is based on the projection that Conor McGregor is gonna fall off. No, my 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 whole thing is is if Conor has, let's say, if he has ten knockouts, and BJ's got fifteen but he's knockouts, got way more than that. Okay, let's see, he has a hundred knockouts, but okay. BJ has a hundred and twenty-five knockouts okay. and twenty-five submissions, so. Because he has 25 submissions on top of that, 125 knockouts, somehow his percentage has gone down? Sure, and numbers-wise, but any right. any logical person's like, he has 125 knockouts, so he has more knockouts than Conor McGregor. That's my point. I actually would love to see what the numbers actually are as opposed to uh, whether or not uh, BJ Penn... Like uh, like the number of uh, TKO knockouts 
Yeah, uh, finishes by punches. Finishes by punches that BJ Penn has. Well, we know the first four or five were all knockouts <clears throat> within the first round. I Can believe I, so. So I think you guys are, are, are on the same page and we're talking the same, the same thing. All I'm saying is you can't go from total number of total number <laughs> yeah. percentage, but I'm talking about well, is, in, is in, in a, like huh? in, Huh? Is BJ Penn retired? Just he's, uh, no, he's got one more fight. He on Sunday, pretty much dude. is retired, dude. In terms of the caliber of fighter okay. that he is and the caliber of fighters that he's fighting nowadays, he's pretty much retired. Okay, so can we dog ear this conversation fighter. for when like what McGregor retires or he's close to it? When was the last time he won? When was the last time he won and was competitive? The last time that he won, or at least it was a draw, was against John Fitch, and that was on. That was before the Frankie Edgar fight, basically. Uh, February 2011? 2011. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but... Yeah. Smoke this. Has it, hasn't won in half a decade. You're relaxed, So he's pretty much retired. Can I still do that? So, if that, you haven't won a fight in over five years, you're pretty much fucking retired in Can I propose world. an idea really but quick? But that doesn't matter you guys, if you're just you, looking up two people next to each other career-wise. That doesn't matter if they fucking... I didn't they, say, nobody, I didn't even say that Conor McGregor was better overall than Re- BJ Penn. Really All I quick. said is he's a better knockout artist. Re- really quick, BJ Penn officially has... records for knockout percentages. That's all I'm saying. So BJ Penn has uh, 16 wins and 10 losses. Yikes. And uh, <laughs> he has 7 wins by uh, punches. 7? 7. seven. And he's got six wins by submission and only three by decision. That's pretty three cool. Three by so he's only been decision three times. How three many times. times has Connor been in decision already? I I'll look that up next. Max Holloway? What? That's the last, uh, last person to take a decision, by the way, was Max Holloway. No, what Wait, are you talking Diaz? about? Diaz. <laughs> I was gonna say, what the fuck are you talking about? I <laughs> got you though. Sorry, there's two people. Sorry, two, two decisions. No, well, well, you. Two decisions in I thought it was only Diaz. <laughs> what, was, what was the BJ Penn excitement? It was like, oh, he's only been to decision a few times. Three well, times. All I can say is two in the time that I've known Connor. Okay, but so. But he also has six submissions under his belt. That's Connor McGregor. He's a way more versatile fighter. Has which twenty-one was my wins. Argument and, was he's a better knockout artist. So. Conor McGregor has 21 wins and three losses. Uh, 18 of those oh, wins are by man. knockout. One of those wins is by submission. Two by decision. His yeah. only three losses are all yeah, by I'm submission. Yeah, I'm talking about UFC fights. UFC fights. Yeah, because well, I guarantee well. that's that's BJ Penn's UFC fights. That's yeah, not actually, BJ he's Penn's. Actually, he's actually probably pretty valid on that. Yeah, uh, that's not BJ Penn's like overall it wins. Is, like yeah. it's probably like a hundred and fucking sixty uh, wins. Like no, no, it actually is. It was it was Wikipedia. It was yeah, but that's was just it, random that people. Look up UFC so. records, oh, UFC's overall that. wins. I, I can tell you right I now. Know it was Eighteen to seven. Two, four, six, seven, eight, nine. So, uh, Conor McGregor has is nine and one in you in the UFC. Nine and one. Nine and one. He's got one loss. No, nine, nine and two. Oh, okay, nine and one. I'm talking about decisions. Two decisions. He's been four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, nine, nine and one. So in his last ten fights, he's only lost once in the UFC. Yeah. But, but all his losses are by submission. Mm-hmm. Okay, all so can I, I just want to propose an idea, really Weak quick. Jiu-jitsu. This really is quick. Only hole, and okay. and I love Connor. So so when when you're talking about like some of the greatest fighters ever, right? Like. You can see their decline when 
They've been defeating people for so long, and then someone comes along that's kind of figured out their game a little bit. Their game has been so unique to the UFC mm-hmm. or to MMA that they uh, they haven't been figured out by anybody. Yeah. Until someone comes along and figures them out, or maybe they're out of their prime or whatever. But generally, it's when someone figures out their shit. Anderson Silva, example A. Fucking killed it forever. Oh, yeah. Was nine years, eight or nine Dude, years? Anderson the Silva title, like eleven times. He just got two fucking Anderson Silva is a fucking Dude, monster. His 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 accuracy with his strikes was something that was oh, he's a monster. never seen before in the octagon, man. Well, like this guy would go out there and fucking kick guys in the face that were fucking like three feet away, and he would just somehow figure out a way to be like, okay, I want you to believe. That you are in a distance to where you are not susceptible to my striking. A false comfort. Like, it was just... And then out of nowhere, he would kick him in the mouth. And then he'd go to sleep. So, isn't this this kind of part of the attribute, especially in the fighting game, as to, like, what kind of... I don't know, like, what almost embodies a champion? It's like, it's so hard to be at the top and get to the top, right? And then... Once you get to the top, there's film on you, and there's you can study this fighter, and that's you're the target of every other hungry fighter. So like, it's it's just kind of crazy how all of these guys, like a BJ Penn or uh, Anderson Silva or a uh, Rich Franklin name drop, uh, or any any Chuck Liddell for as an Iceman or Chuck Rampage, Liddell, yeah, for sure. any of these guys, like the great the great part about them is like. Uh, they get a moment as champion, or even some some people get more than a moment. Some people get uh, a few fights as champion, and they get to establish a legacy, or you know what I mean. Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz, exactly. But even him, even he, uh, a, like they say, styles make fight. Even he runs into the wrong matchup, and it it can end a legacy. It can end Fucking a dynasty. Cody Garbrandt coming in, taking so, the title from Dominic Cruz. The, Unless you're Demetrius Johnson. And Demetri- exactly. And Demetrius Johnson is setting a record for title defenses. That's a, an he, epic point. He's actually not 100% there yet. He's got like two or three more. Before. He's, he's, no, in, he's setting. He's going towards it. I'm in 2012 he's on, he's on with him right now. It. I'm watching this fight since 2012. Dude. I just watched this fight with Dominic Cruz. Holy fuck. Dude, Dominic, Crazy, right? What a great fight. Yeah, so oh, check this out. Dude. Dude, sorry, 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 sorry. Hold on, hold on. Michael real quick. is Dominic landed on Michael Sainz. I just want to finish this point up real quick because, and this is, it speaks to the whole career and legacy and the and the how you view a person's career and it's hard to judge. Uh, is because pretty so- I mean, not pretty soon, sooner or later, Conor McGregor is going to start losing fights on a regular basis. Uh, and it's it's how you judge what he's done and everything. I mean, wh- who's to say where, where that's going to... F- I mean, BJ Penn might stack up as a, as a higher-ranked fighter. Anderson Silva, all these guys. You don't know where Conor's going to stack up. But right now... He's not he's done just, yet. Yeah, exactly. And he's so definitely it's, not done yet. But it's, it's, crazy, it's crazy to think because if you study fighting... You know, if you like Anderson Silva or even a Jose Aldo for that matter, who went ten years, inevitably somebody's gonna come come along and end your shit. You know what I mean? End your reign. So it's like the, I, I don't really know where I was going with that point. I guess that the point is, is like as much as you can't you can't talk so highly about like yeah, I'm talking to myself, I guess almost as an internal thought in terms of getting really high on Conor McGregor because inevitably. Somebody's gonna come around and end that reign, and well, that's the question that was bubbling in my mind during your entire conversation. Was do you think that it's a valid way to measure a fighter is not based on how they handle while they're reigning, but how they recover from after they lost? 
Like I, I'm frustrated and uh, not disappointed, but I'm frustrated that Anderson Silva has not come back. Right. Like I was pissed off. Like I, I, when Chris Weidman beat him, I was like, holy shit. When he beat him again, I was like, what the fuck? And then he lost to Michael Bisbing. I disagree with that. I actually disagree. I with disagree that with too. that. Yeah, I, anyway, too. I thought he but won that fight. It was in, it was in fucking saying, England, so that wasn't really fair. That fucking and sucks. Silva needed to know that he needed to finish that fight. But anyways, that's what I'm saying. So like, can you? So do you think that the greatest measure of a champion or ship or champion level fighter is how they recover from when someone comes along and figures them out? When they're able to watch them for years, figure out what their trick is somehow or several of their tricks. Work around it and beat them at their own game. I think it because it, it, some people have a drive to, to, to be the best and conquer the mountain. Others have the drive to stay on the mountain and, and reign supreme and or create a legacy of being on top. I keep using that word legacy for some reason. But anyways, you, you do see that. And that's the difference between certain fighters. And I know Derek's brought it up in times past where certain fighters who get to the championship, uh, they've and once they lose that, they, they've kind of already achieved the the, the pinnacle of their there what they're going for. There are a few fighters right now that I can think of that do that. Like uh, like Amisha Tate. I mean, she won the championship, retired uh, after losing uh, the championship, tried to you know have a comeback fight, fights. lost that one. Guy. Was like, you know what? I've already achieved the fucking glory. Johnny Hendricks is another one. Johnny Hendricks is another guy. Johnny that fucking, Hendricks embodies this. <laughs> like he, you know, he Mexican loves to eat. Supplements. But <laughs> the thing about the thing about Johnny. Oh, excuse me. The thing about Johnny is that like. I think he is a victim of his own success in the sense that, like, he is so powerful with his left hand that he ended up only looking for that one shot, and he still does it now. And he likes to eat, man. He's fucking missed weight. I mean, how many times now? He made a song He's, about it. I mean, he did. It was a great, it was a catchy tune. It was. But that was before he even became champion. Now it's, like, ridiculous. I'm like, dude, like, you used to be a champion, and you still can't make weight? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? So hypothetical fucking fight. A young BJ Penn, fucking prime, mm-hmm. versus Conor McGregor. Ooh. I have to give it to probably BJ. I have to give it to BJ. Yeah, get him on the ground. Yeah, because like here, here's the thing. Nobody's like, arguing that. Nobody's ever knocked out BJ Penn. No, for sure. Uh, look, he, actually, there's there's the other side of that is I'd have to look at some of his striking because if Conor lands that left hand against anybody. I don't yeah. see them. I don't. I don't know because like, like, BJ is like BJ's a goddamn bull. Look, he I get that. Win against Machida. I'm just saying he has who a knocks pro- out 205 pound men. I just. I have a certain special sort of faith in the in Irish my punch, opinion, bro. I thought Connor he could has... knock out Nate Diaz, and uh, I think uh, BJ's got more of a fucking Nate chin Diaz, than Nate. Nate Diaz is. A, I don't. I don't know about that. I'm just saying that Connor, like when he realized what he was up against for the second fight against Nate. He realized he was against a jujitsu guy, and that's what he was going to go for. He just stayed and away. And what did he struck. do? Is he? Yeah, he 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 blocked. Mm-hmm. That's really what he, he's blocking his jujitsu and keeping him on his fucking. He kept him on his feet and won three like, out of five. Yeah, you have to give him yeah. fucking credit. And, and, and he he's a great job. striker too. And he's yeah. and he's a fucking great guy. He can take people to the ground. So the fact that Connor defended against that, you gotta give him credit. But for Nate it. has the way never that he been defended good. against that two up against the fence multiple times. He Dude, defended against he it. Nate well. has never been job. the greatest at wrestling. Thank, thank he's you. very very good at jujitsu, but in the leg department, it, even when it comes to Muay Thai, like. 
Like, he's always been weak. So, like, when it comes to, like, a BJ Penn, his wrestling has always been strong. He knows when to fucking change his positions. He fucking takes down some of the best wrestlers in the fucking game. He, he really took does, out Matt man. Hughes, who's one mm. of the best fucking wrestlers yeah. to ever get get in the octagon. No, for sure. So, the, I mean, like, the only thing I you're talking about, about a man that will take you down. The only thing that makes me nervous about, like, Again, I think BJ wins that fight, by the way. For sure, for sure. I, no, I, I the only thing that makes me worried today. about that fight, like as in like BJ today, Penn in his prime against yeah. Conor McGregor, obviously right now because like Conor's in his prime. Conor would beat his fucking ass today. Uh, what, 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 what I'm saying, you what never I'm know. Saying, they like, might fight the, someday. The only thing, <laughs> the only tight. thing that makes Conor me win. nervous about that fight, like in a in a hypothetical situation, is that BJ does have an aggressive style. Yeah, he does. Conor is a counter striker. Yeah. So BJ starts the fight off playing into. Connor's advantage so like that's the only thing that makes me nervous yeah. like I'm like well Connor can slip a punch and like crack like he can but BJ was known for his like aggressive style and he was known for his fucking like his B- BJ was known for closing the distance like when you saw him fight Machida Machida would come in with his kick I think we all can agree that Machida's known for his speed. He's, oh, a, he's yeah. a fast guy on his feet because he's karate based for his Kar- division but not compared to a lighter BJ Penn a lighter BJ Penn for sure, but it was yeah, also but BJ technically Penn that was a heavier, heavier. BJ. Well, Penn. Exa- but even BJ a heavier. B- but I'm saying a for lighter sure. than him BJ yeah. Penn. Like I wouldn't give him the, sure. the speed advantage but, against BJ. Penn. But on, on that same note, speaking on, of advantages playing into people's advantages, on that same note, if Machida were the same size as BJ Penn, BJ Penn probably would have knocked him out in those exchanges. Yeah. Would you not agree? Wait, I'm sorry. There was too many names there for a second. Okay, so if Machida <laughs> was the same size <laughs> as BJ, I confused myself for a second, dude. If, my if, statement. If Machida were the same size as BJ. If, okay, in that if fight. Machida was the same so, size, okay. So and and BJ landed the punches that he landed. Would you say that BJ would have finished the fight because the power would have been enough to stop a man of his own size? Yeah, the talent. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah. So the only I reason you, why Machida won the fight was because he was a bigger man. Yeah. He was able to take the heavier shots. Sure. So I truly think that BJ Penn striking was underrated because it was he wasn't he was a black belt. In jiu-jitsu that uh, he acquired the black belt in a four-year span and on, not, not not only that the shortest in the u.s history i think the as shortest he, he was the first american to ever win a gold medal in the moon dolls which is the olympic version of brazilian jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. with geek and he competed at 147 that that that, that, that was his weight class that's actually why everyone's saying that 145 is his weight class right now and that's why he's going to it because everyone's like why don't, why don't you go to 155 because you were so dominant there that wasn't his weight class like he yeah. he fought he fought at a higher weight class in the very heavy beginning he looked heavy because he likes to eat he, fucking, oh, no. he likes he's he oh, likes yeah. to eat who doesn't though right he was the prodigy right and and yeah he was a prodigy but he was also born with a silver spoon in his mouth so it was never an issue of like money he was just eat like oh fuck it whatever right that must but be anyways nice. All I'm saying is, like, BJ is playing into Conor McGregor's advantage in the sense of being aggressive. But do I think BJ has the skills to avoid that left hand? I do. And I do, do, do I think he can take the shot? I do. And I'm basing, I'm basing that off of Roy McDonald. He uh-huh. went three rounds against Roy McDonald, and Roy was landing some shots. Yeah, but he's not... He's but a Canadian. He's a Canadian versus an Irishman. But Rory's 6'2", and he was 210 pounds. I'm 6'2". So but, what? 
But yeah. put 40 pounds on top of that. I know, but I get you guys. But it, but it's something and frames. You some, trained all your life to hit he's something. He's a special. <laughs> he's a special you kind of left-handed puncher. This guy. Take your body frame and add 40 pounds. There's Imagine not how a, much faster you, you can throw the fastball. I get you. And this guy's been in the ring with. This guy is not the knockout As a artist. Pitcher, Rory McDaniel. Rory McDonald. I get you guys. Imagine how much faster you can throw Rory McDonald beat Nate Diaz's ass. I know, but he didn't knock him out, right? Yeah, but he beat his ass. Way, he way worse. Him, he I get you guys, but I'm this saying, I, I get you guys that he's that no, he's, he's probably trying to probably lift more. But in Thompson. terms of like, uh, man, there's it like little twitch muscles. But Josh that landed, landed like, like trust me, before. he landed way more power. Landed it, landed it, and then landed it one more time. And then his last one hurt. Nick Diaz, Diaz got TKO. But Nick Diaz threw in the towel. Actually, is what really happened. So like, so at some, at some Josh point in time, he Conor McGregor needs to deserve like, respect that he's a knockout hit, artist. And that was in the first round they were boxing, and then Nate Diaz was like, no, fuck that. Like, he got hit and wanted to hit him back. So he continued to go, and then Josh Thompson threw another head kick and landed again, and that fired up Diaz a little bit more, and he continued to fucking press, ignoring he was open for the head kick. And in the second round, fucking Thompson set it up one more time, except that time he landed on the shin. The other time he landed on the foot. And then it actually hit Diaz in the forehead. Diaz got wobbled. Thompson went and smothered him against the fence and was just landing fucking rights. And then as he was punching Diaz, Diaz was like trying to get up. He wasn't knocked out. He was actually in the position of trying to get back up to his feet. And then Nick Diaz threw him in the flag. And then, oh, the towel. I'm sorry. And then, I, but the referee was already calling at that point as well. So it was a combination of Nick being the older brother, not wanting to see his younger brother get his ass beat like that, and the referee seeing, oh, he's had enough. Yeah. And then, um, but yeah, but Diaz, to his credit, he was not out. He was getting back up to his feet. Oh yeah, he's got a chin. Oh, his made brother called. Yeah. yeah, Nick his Diaz threw in the his towel. His brother threw in the towel oh, for his younger okay, brother. Okay, okay, okay. So it's like your younger brother getting beaten up, and you're like, fucking no, no more. He's had enough. Uh, which would be fucking the shittiest thing. Have you guys ever watched your siblings fight? My brother would never do that for me. <laughs> have you guys ever watched your siblings? I mean, you have yeah, two I sisters. Watched, watched I don't know if fight. I do that for my, for my brother either. Yeah, dude. You got yourself in the situation. I mean, I'm, just, I'm not going to lie. Dude, if he's, he's getting, yeah, if he's getting his shit fucking handed to him, then yeah, you got to If he's on the me. ground, then yeah, it's over. Dude. And I'm going to fucking, yeah, it's over. Dude, I saw this one fight. Then I'm jumping I, in the ring and it's. Oh, yeah, yeah. But while he's still standing, no. Fucking what you do. Yeah, even even wobble need. You better fucking take that shit like a man. Fucking better for sure. Sorry, I'm watching this. I'm watching the BJ Penn fucking GSP fight right now. That Dude, most, that's the fight right there for sure, man. This is the second one, right? Do you want to have on on, uh, on fight pass? So, do yeah, you believe the Balzo BJ going up to 170 to fight GSP? Dude, arguably BJ. one of the best ever to fight in the octagon. Like, yeah. This actually looks like the first fight. It said two on it. Oh, okay, never mind then. Uh, it's the only one they had on Fight Pass, though. No, it's right. this one, and the next one they have is him versus, uh, I think, Frankie Edgar? Mm. Oh, man, that was two? fucking hurt me. Yeah, Fra- dude, like, Frankie Edgar when, uh, just, like, was BJ's kryptonite. All right, audience, so we're sitting here watching BJ Penn fighting uh, GSP, George St. Pierre, uh, the, the rematch, actually. Uh, the very first fight, BJ Penn had lost a very close split decision to, BJ, uh, to uh, George St. Pierre. And uh, in my opinion, I actually thought he won. Um, I thought BJ did enough in the second round to uh, win that that to, to win that particular round. 
Um, George St. Pierre ended up just out-wrestling BJ in the third. But BJ actually really hurt George St. Pierre in the first round of the first fight. He actually ended up throwing an uppercut with the right hand. Ended up ricocheting off of George St. Pierre's nose. Did It, w- it wasn't one of those um, uh, solid blows. It was more of like a glancing blow. But it actually ended up breaking George St. Pierre's nose. So it kind of set the tempo for the entire first round. And BJ was just using that to his advantage. So if you have not seen that fight, definitely check it out. BJ Penn's boxing is shown... Really shows its uh, it's it, he really shows his skill set in that first round against uh, Jordan St. Pierre in the very first fight. Um, also, I want to make a note that in this rematch, you will see here in between rounds two and three, you will see uh, Faraz's. No, I'm sorry, um, uh, a nurse, uh, Phil Nurse. What's his name? Phil Nurse. I'm not sure. Phil Nurse, that guy right there. He's a Muay Thai. He's, rubbing, at, he's rubbing Vaseline on his shoulders. Of... He's rubbing Vaseline. Can we rewind that for a second, Matt? Please. Just rewind it for like 30 seconds yep. at that. Okay, so you're going to see Phil Nurse. He's a Muay Thai instructor based out of New York City. You're going to see him rub Vaseline on George St. Pierre's face, and then he's going to go straight to his chest, his shoulders, and everything else. So this is where they call what? Look, face, Vaseline. Here comes the chest. Here comes the chest and the uh, shoulders. Watch. Hold on. Here. BJ, there you go. BJ Look at that. BJ might have finished him, too. Slides off. Right? Exactly. And then BJ tries to take him down, and then BJ tries to pull guard and, like, work, like, like in, inside of his guard. And you can see him sliding. Like, you see his legs sliding off of George St. Pierre. Look at him. He's fucking greasing up his shoulders, man. Is that not allowed? It's not no, allowed. It's 100%. Not allowed. <laughs> 100% not allowed, dude. Oh, really? How come they didn't What's catch that? What's that shit they put on the, on the cuts? Oh, that, that's Vaseline. But you're not allowed to put Vaseline on the eye and then put it on your shoulders and your arms. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. like, if I try to grab you, yeah. I can't anymore. As oh, opposed to on your face. They're trying to reduce the risk of cuts with that, that, that Vaseline. Was, yeah, yeah, that was that George St. Pierre. Exactly. Yeah, that was yeah. George St. Pierre's corner putting it on his shoulders and his chest because they were so worried. And I truly believe this is a fucking controversy. I believe they were so worried that BJ was eventually going to take him down because BJ is known for that kind of fucking fighting style. BJ was eventually going to take down George St. Pierre and submit him. I really honestly believe that's oh, yeah. what they were afraid of. I think of. you would have submitted so him too. So Phil Nurse knew... If this goes to the ground, which it will, you'll see. And you'll see his legs slide completely out of fucking George St. Pierre's like guard and everything. Um, well, actually, he was the one that was inside of BJ Penn's guard. And BJ Penn couldn't hold him inside of his guard. B, uh, George kept sliding out, passing him out, and then getting into half guard. And then eventually getting side control. This shit? A few times. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> More than once. No, good for Plus, you. Look, you'll Mesa. see a better fighter, right? But, but real quick, you'll be able to see George, uh, BJ Penn's fucking uh, takedown defense, man. He's known for fucking having some of the best. But look, right here. Check yeah, this out. Shit. So he goes rubber right. Guard. Rubber guard. Yeah. Right there. Look at that fucking high top rubber guard. And look, look how, how he slippery he is. He's yeah. just sliding out. Everything's just sliding out. And he's got a mean He has on his shoulders. But here's the thing. That was between rounds one and two. I said, watch what happens between rounds two and three. That's Look where you at, really see sliding. him do this. Like, you yeah, really, really see is. him apply rubber guard, Vaseline on everything. If you're going to tell me that Vaseline doesn't help you in a wrestling match, you're a fucking idiot, and we should not even continue the conversation. Do you think sweating a lot could help you then? It definitely does. A lot of what a lot of fighters do. Sorry, uh, no, no, it's totally fine. Uh, what a lot of fighters do is that they'll put a lot of lotion on the night before the fight. So their skin is just moisture. Like, it's just fucking completely hydrated is what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. So when you work up a sweat, it's a greasy sweat. Mm. A lot of people do that. A lot Smart. of people do that. 
But what this fucker did is he put Vaseline Ooh, on his man. fucking body, dude. What if you just pour a bucket of water over you? Like that's illegal as well. Really? That's to. illegal. Yeah, yeah. No that, shit. That, that's what Yo Romero does between rounds. He'll pour uh, water on his body, and the referee's like, "You can't do that." He'll get a towel and wipe himself off because you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to apply water on your arms against a guy that is mainly a jiu-jitsu um, fighter because like, it's going against him. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like saying, "Okay, you're mainly a striker, so we're gonna start this fight off in my guard." Like it's like you're already putting me at a disadvantage. Sure. Even though the the rules state you start every fight no, on yeah, your feet. I just didn't realize that that was. I mean that's that's crazy because I wouldn't even expect He's that. He's got to be side control. You know, I love really I love fucking well, dude. Like BJ is pretty good at recovering. Look 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 how flexible he is. Look at that. He's getting his foot in and he's gonna use that foot to uh, to sweep George St. Pierre. Oh over. my god! Yeah, dude, he's rotating he's like in, fucking yeah. 120 degrees. His his flexibility is off the charts. BJ, oh my god! I haven't watched any of his fights. I'm gonna have to add him to the next oh, on my list dude, right BJ, now. Oh, BJ Penn is yeah, right, a guy, yeah. man. BJ Penn is a guy. He fucking dude, got back right, in. The he's next on my list for sure. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. He is. After I'm done with he's the a mouse. wizard. He was the, so when he jumped into the UFC, he was again known as being the black belt in jujitsu. What people didn't expect is how great his boxing was. And what they don't know... Actually, I have his book downstairs, man. I'll let you fucking borrow it. Uh, 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 it's called uh, Why, Why I Fight. I read it. It's a fucking great book. And he just talks about how before he even knew, did jiu-jitsu, they used to box. Like, it was him and his brothers. They would box other kids from high school, and they would videotape it. So he has all these old VHS tapes of all of his old boxing matches when he was like 15, Shit. 15 14 years old, dude. Street and so, fighting it. Street fighting it. And they would get boxing gloves. They would, they would videotape it. And he was like, dude, I learned how to box before I did anything else. And the reason – and the, what, what he credits from that experience is I learned how to punch. Like I learned how to really fucking hit somebody. So when I picked up jujitsu, everyone was afraid of me going to the ground and they would decide to swing – like stand, stand and bang with me. Yeah. And they didn't realize that I fucking knew what I was doing there too. Yeah. And like you know, it was just perfect. Look how fucking he got yeah, back he into just that. Slid right Bro, you can tell how shit. slippery George He's is. Fucking, dude, yeah, he can't look at that. He tries to hold top guard. He should be able Watch to hold Takanori it. Watch no Takanori Gomi against BJ Penn, and you will see what a high fucking a rubber guard kind of position will do in the sense of in an actual fair fight. Hey, you're stuck. He has Takanori Gomi in the exact same position, and Takanori Gomi can't even get his arms out. Why? Because there was no Vaseline applied to his shoulders or arms. Look, he can't yo, even fucking push him off. So, oh. There's a reason why they used to call him Grease St. Pierre. They used to call him that because he was ah. known for this shit. <laughs> I need some McCallan, dude. I need some McCallan in my life. I'm getting oh. all fucking emotional here. BJ Penn was like my older brother, man. He was like that guy for me. Dude, he was my favorite. He was like, he was like too. my older brother. So like, I'm always gonna be like, dude, when I see him get beaten up, it fucking really hurts. Is he the kind of guy that just like takes right the challenge? Pay attention oh, to this yeah. shit. You're gonna see George land that right. Yeah, that was a pretty yeah. good right. Hmm. That was a fucking solid right hand. Here's a side control. Oh, I knee the body. <laughs> Not feeling great. Oh. So you say he's like a Nick Diaz then? Like they take him and Nate, I feel like they take a lot of fights. They'll fight anybody. They don't mm-hmm. give a shit. Slugfest, whatever. Yeah. They don't mind much. they don't mind like a, they don't they don't mind a loss watch, on their record. You should watch Nick Diaz versus I mean. BJ Penn. Oh shit, really? Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a thing. Look at this shit, dude. Fucking watch. See the the guy, the commissioner noticed it. 
He noticed that they were rubbing shit on him, and they tried to wipe him off in this round. Fuck, why didn't they show it? Look, look, here we go. They're wiping him off, but they don't show it. The UFC pulls that shit. They pull the cameras away from him. But the guy's wiping his shoulders. He's trying to get the Vaseline off. Because in between rounds, Phil Nurse really fucking... Phil Nurse is his name. I'm going to look this shit up. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Phil Nurse lube. <laughs> uh, motherfucker. Vaseline. Damalo. All right, here we go. This is a good fight so far. I just brought this up. It's just as a thing. This is the first fight they have on. Yeah, the, his uh, name is Phil Nurse. On Fight Pass. Fuck, man. What I'm saying is, dude, this Fight Pass, like, once, like, thank you to fucking David Tran for letting me use his password, but, like, if when he when he cancels it or tells me I can't use it anymore, I'm gonna pay for this shit. <laughs> so, like, yo, you just fucking hang out at home. You can watch oh, thousands of fights. Just yeah. Never-ending numbers of fights. So worth the whatever eight dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you get free fights, you know. Man. Well, not free fights. You're paying for you get the, it. You, yeah. you, get, you get you get the the prelims and shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you get the fight well, pass. Yeah. And there's like full McCallan? fight pass like yeah. cards. Anyone wants some account? I'll take a little bit. Fuck. Let's do it. All right, let's get this. All right, so, uh, dude, we're at two and a half hours, gentlemen. Uh, we definitely ordered some pizza. Oh, yeah. Pizza. Uh, so I'm already fucked up. I can't even pronounce pizza right now. Pizza. It's... it's One. Fuck. It's, uh, dude, they're closed. Yeah, damn it. Anyways, um, <laughs> what a great podcast it's been, everyone. We uh, I think we successfully uh, reached our goal. Yeah. We're fucked up. We tried all the beers. We had a great conversation. We had a little controversy between you two, which was great. I think God, we both agreed that with was each a lot other of fun. Overall. That was a lot of fun. Because like you, you we, added that we, to the podcast. We talked like, it you, out. you added that. That was great. That was, <laughs> that was a wonderful thing. It was really well, I know BJ um, Penn would beat him. <laughs> and the beer tasting was amazing. The, the beer tasting was amazing. Thanks again beer tasting to uh, was Lengthwise. Amazing, dude. Lengthwise, thank uh, you uh-huh. very much. That's what happens when uh, I get yeah, on that. That's why I don't drink IPAs. That's true. That's true. You get all rowdy. That was fun. You get all rowdy. Uh, dude, uh, thanks again, Jeff, and uh, Lengthwise for uh, supplying us with some great beer tonight. Um, thanks, Matt. Fucking Roadhouse wrote it. Billy fucking William Blevins. Mike Gilman. Uh, everyone, thank you guys so much for coming out. It was a lot of fun. Fucking, uh, it what was great, it? man. It was it was a really good podcast. You I know? think we, so. We had I some fun. Commemorated uh, the 13th in the right <laughs> way. Yeah. We got a uh, fight breaking out, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, uh, it's just getting crazy. <laughs> Oh, you uh, that one. Uh, you we're definitely going to watch uh, BJ Penn versus Nick Diaz here in a second. So oh, yeah. uh, for those of nasty. you uh, that are going to listen to this afterwards, uh, thanks again for listening first. Uh, second, um, feel free to watch <laughs> BJ Penn versus Nick Diaz. Yeah. It is a great fucking fight. It is action-packed. It's only three rounds, so it's not going to go five rounds for those of you that don't like, oh, it's a championship fight because they're two fucking Look at that. Legends. Look at that fucking shit. He's a fucking Rewind monster, this. dude. Rewind this. Rewind this. He's a fucking monster, dude. BJ Penn's a monster. monster. Oh, also, my God. Hold on one second. They were second. just on the ground. They were just watch on the this, ground. Watch this. Watch. Look at this. Really quick. This is Listeners, so right now, George St. Pierre is inside of BJ Penn's locked BJ's guard. Ass. Now he has an open guard, and he's actually trying to go into high control. Uh, BJ Penn's trying to secure both arms. He's going over. He's curling up. He's he's holding on to BJ uh, to George St. Pierre's right. Now uh, BJ Penn has One, both of his two. feet on the inside of George St. Pierre's hips, One, and he's got his two, knee, three, his left four. knee above Hammer his. Talk uh, about his chin. Yeah, he's used that oh, right up, up, and he's on his feet. And BJ Penn is now up. 
has George St. Pierre pushed up against the fence, and he is working a single leg, which looks like he's trying to eventually work the double. No, he's staying with the single. He's now trying to sweep it and push George St. Pierre off to the side. But George seems to be a little too greased up. Abu Dhabi. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by Lengthwise, based out of Bakersfield, California. Thanks again for the the, uh, delicious beer. Oh, Bakersfield. (laughs) Oh, Bakersfield. Yeah. But um, but again, guys, you want to add anything? You want to say anything before we oh, get going here? Yummy, yummy beer. We're finishing. Yep. I believe we're wrapping things up. Uh, we're wrapping. I had a blast. This is fucking awesome. We need to do this more often. We do. And, um, uh, uh, thanks again for coming out, man. Fuck yeah. A lot of fucking fun. You guys are great. Real quick, uh, podcast listeners, you can follow us on Twitter now at mm-hmm. long hashtag Longwinded Spiel or yeah. at Longwinded Spiel. I'm not really a Twitter person. Uh, also, we uh, we have our own website now, thanks to thanks to Derek. So you can uh, catch all the podcasts at longwindedspiel.com. dot mm-hmm. uh, Go ahead and put that in your in your bookmarks or in your in your favorites. Uh, we'd appreciate it. And uh, tell your friends, tag us, send us, uh, subscribe, uh, retweet, publish, forward. Uh, what are the other things you can do? Copy and paste. Copy and paste. Uh, <laughs> you uh, can uh, control Z, whatever that does. Text somebody. Tell somebody. Mm. Uh, and thank you for spreading the word. Appreciate yeah. it. Ask somebody. I'm almost at the point where, like, should we fucking have a glass of McCallum while we're uh, still doing this? Of course we should. Of course we yeah. should. Yeah. Because I'm, like, fucked up. I'm like, I don't know. Should we continue on? Maybe we should end it, and then if we have the McCallum and we have something else to say, then we can come back and, like, kind of do, like, an excerpt. Like, it's a, you know what I mean? Like a, yeah. like a well, credit. Like, during the credits, add-on. during the thing, it's like, bah, yeah. you know, it's like uh Do you have an exit, like, song or, like, beat or something? No, we've been working on getting you that, know, I was like, or something. I don't know. No, no, let's, let's work on that. Let's work on that. Something. Or, like, a song you guys like. Something but like we that. can't use a song uh, because of publishing rights. Song that you write, I mean, you know. Let's write a song. Let's. How about this? Let's drink some Macallan Twelve and let's try to write the song. Let's come up with a beat. Put it on we a beat. We need a beat first. Sorry. It's all good. We already got the beat. He already told us. Boom, 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 What about boots and cats? Boats and hoes? You know boots and cats? Boots and cats? Like I think anyone can beat boots and cats and boots and cats and cats and cats. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. No, so you gotta breathe in between there. How about cats and ass and I don't like taking breasts. Are they still is this a five round fight? Oh see now he's now he's Oh see we have to finish the fight. I see he's rubbing the shoulder. Oh he's like no. Dude, look at that shit. That is fucking ridiculous. Dude, do they talk about it in here? I don't know. Look at this beautiful fake All right, go back. You got to go back, though, because they were just rubbing it, right? <laughs> see be, yeah, see if Joe says anything about it. Here we go. But once again, now we are still watching George St. Pierre versus BJ Penn, uh, rounds three and four. And you can still see uh, Phil Nurse applying shit on the George St. Pierre's shoulders and the uh, commission trying to wipe it off with a towel. Anyone that knows anything about grappling knows that once the uh, Vaseline is applied, you need more than just a fucking towel to get it off. Yeah. You can't just wipe Vaseline off. Come on now. It's a fucking grease. Oh! Oh, We're going to miss you. 
Mike Goldberg. Motherfucker. Hey, Mike, you mind fucking pouring us a little round of Macau in here? Macau. We're just bringing that bottle over here. I want a fucking clock. He's over there. Mike Gilman is over there eating some fucking salmon and pasta. And all I did is ask him to hand me a bottle of Macallan 12. And he yelled at me. <laughs> the son of a gun yelled at me. <laughs> Dude, George St. Pierre is taking side control as if it were easy. This has got to be GSP's fight, right? Like, I haven't seen this is definitely, again, mind you, uh, BJ Penn is a lightweight champion taking on George St. Pierre, who is the welterweight champion. So it was champion versus pounds? champion. Nobody, champion versus champion. What does, what does welterweight mean to the, the layman audience? And also, uh, welterweight is a 170 you, is the, uh, the bare minimum that you can weigh in for a championship bout. And 155 is the lightweight uh, it, uh, bare minimum that you can weigh in. in so BJ a, Penn was going up in weight, and BJ was a champion. Right. So had he won, he would have done what Conor McGregor recently did, and that is win two belts, uh, one in each, uh, obviously, in two At different weight classes. At the same time. Classes. But he, same time. he had already had the Walter Waite belt before. So, so, BJ Penn, for it. so BJ Penn was the lightweight champion yeah, and was trying to win. They were fighting at welterweight. So at 170? <laughs> Uh-huh. No, so they were fighting at 170. <laughs> yeah. BJ Penn had previously held the 170 belt. Uh-huh. Holy yeah. fuck, dude. Yeah. Why don't I know this guy? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I know. I know. I'm new to this. I'm new. I'm new. But fuck. Yeah, and so uh, yeah. I told you to pour half. It's hard to hold. What's uh? What's the fucking um, great like? Is uh? Oh my bad. That's what you're supposed to do. BJ, uh, Mike Gilman just poured himself a pint of my Macallan 12. <laughs> fucking pint. He uh, poured himself shit. a pint-sized version of it. Did it's you pour that much? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, Andy. Wow. Oh. Way to make me feel like the redheaded stepchild. Dude, that's like four ounces, bro. Not four ounces. I'm that's giving. I'm giving Mike Gilman a hard time. I'm giving him a hard time. I plan on giving Derek a hard time later, so it's all good in the hood. Well. I guess y'all know it's how my night's gonna end. Somebody <laughs> promised me sex. <laughs> also, uh, Matt, you gotta think about it. A uh, fucking uh, um, GSP right here is probably 190 pounds, 195 pounds, like fully hydrated. Like he's a huge motherfucker right here. Well, walking around. Nice transition there with his legs too. Yeah. No. Oh, he gained. He, he gained pounds 15 pounds overnight. Guarantee it. There's fighters that fucking gain 20 pounds over a night. They got problems, man. Right? You know, and he's also a gentleman because I actually know a girl personally that had sex with him before oh, in yeah. Vegas, and she said, "I, we met at a club. He was, he was a gentleman. I went to his room. We did our thing." And the next morning, he took me out to breakfast. We had breakfast, exchanged numbers, and I've never talked to him since. <laughs> that was like the only thing I thought of was, so he bought you breakfast the next day? Like, what a fucking gentleman, dude. Yeah. What a fucking gentleman. The dude, least like, he could do. The least he could do, man. That's the best. Thank you. Yes, exactly. He's from Montreal, Quebec, and he's like, hey, listen, thank you for the sex, sir. Thank you for swallowing my kama. Kama. Let me buy you some a crepe. <laughs> that was a terrible French accent. Yeah. I feel like I stepped back. 
you think four my, or five feet. You think my George St. Pierre is alright? I'll try it. From Montreal, Quebec, Canada. No? It was pretty good. It was better than mine. <laughs> it's better than mine, that's for sure. But um, but yeah, so I'm just glad you guys aren't acting. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, de- definitely not. 100%. 100%. Yeah, you guys, you guys are definitely. No, hundred percent. He, he, he just gave you his answer right there. Yeah, <laughs> that was bad, dude. All I'm saying is that George St. Pierre is a fucking gentleman, and BJ Penn unfortunately like is getting beaten up. BJ's got a heart of goddamn gold, though. Like. George tried to do everything to finish him with grease that fucking entire body. Even greased his j- dick just in case. But it's fucking bullshit, dude. Do you think you should, maybe they should make it like a, not maybe not a rule, but a guideline amongst the community where you have to defend your belt at least once at that weight before you take another fight? This is Gosh, actually where they stopped the fight. Sense. This is where they stopped the fight. They stopped it. It's his corner. Corner calls it his coach right there, the same coach that uh, Michael Bisbee has, and the same coach that is still with him to this day. He's got Except he What's calls his name? it. He's got nothing left. No, I forget. He just shook his head. I saw him. He's pissed that they're wanting to stop it. Oh, uh, that could have been that. It could have been no. But I mean, he's trust me. He doesn't want to fight. You, 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 you see his coach. You see his coach right now. Jump over and tell him. You see him right here. That's it. Yeah, if but he really wanted to keep going, he would have turned around. Greasing yeah, him down like, like that, though? Like, I agree. I agree with what you're saying, but I'm just saying he he's... I mean, he's done. Watch the first fight, and you'll be like, oh, shit. And then watch this, and it's like... That doesn't make any sense. Uh, maybe it was he was getting his ass beat for the last two rounds, Joe Rogan. <laughs> he was getting his ass beat. I wonder what it was that hey, made them man. call that decision. Is that McCallum? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you want to talk about what I poured myself, God. but I was more of a giver to Derek. <laughs> no, that's about the same amount. That is not. Right. What would you say? I would say all right, all right, all right. Cheers, everyone. Here we are. Uh, We all um, poured around a McAllen 12. Uh, We're going to top. We started the night off with McAllen. We're going to end it with McAllen. He's a good guy. It's like the Jack of Scott. He's a good guy. Yeah, exactly. He's a good guy. He's from Highland Park. It's fucking, uh, it's cool. He's from Highland Park. I was just joking around. He's from Highland, the fucking... I thought you were talking about BJ Penn. I was like, talking about No, I was just bro. joking about McAllen because uh, Highland. And I was like, oh, he's from Highland Park. Like, I was just joking. So, Call my bluff. Are there any, uh, <laughs> any major MMA Call fighters out bluff. of Bakersfield? Uh, yeah, Tito Ortiz. Oh, shit. Uh, he went to Cal State Bakersfield. He wrestled well, like, for the team. Yeah, they wrestled there. But, and he, uh, he first started training at Eric Nolan's Academy where I started at. Well, that was like the second academy he went to. But he started at Eric Nolan's and then that's what... Transition him. Transition. I'm fucked up. Transition him and Chuck Liddell as well. He transitioned into MMA after leaving Eric Nolan's as far as as a professional fighter. But he used to wrestle at Cal State. You can actually watch a wrestling match against Chel Sonnen and and Tito Ortiz. Chel Sonnen won, right? He did. But Tito Ortiz was wrestling for Cal State Bakersfield. So they say. Tito Ortiz out of Cal State Bakersfield and Chell Sonnen out of Michigan and they fucking go at it. Oh. Chell Sonnen pins him in like under a minute. 
<laughs> and now they're gonna fight. It's is that uh, John Jones fucking Mitch, Henderson fight. Mitch was saying it's sixty dollars a ticket, Derek. Huh? Sixty dollars a ticket for that fight. What's that? Chael Sonnen versus uh, Tito Ortiz. That's a stupid fucking price. You know, it's it's crazy to me is that that fight That's against B.J. Penn as a as a because I mean to be honest, sitting here I feel like I'm a, a sheep in, in in a wolf's pack right now because uh, in terms of B.J. Penn fans, uh-huh. uh, because you know this, I'm He's a, a I'm a dude. I'm a GS well, I'm a GSP fan though. Yeah. So not knowing They're both the, badasses. Well, though. yeah, but not knowing the rules of the sports or no, it's crazy how dude, perspective. Dude, we're gonna fucking we're gonna go really down memory lane, audience. Fighter, well, like when you see him getting greased right, up, we're like, fucking exactly, cutting this down. We're gonna exactly. watch him fights. And we're gonna it, watch him fights. It's crazy because as a young person, well, you watch that fight. Yeah. And so we're gonna watch him fights. I'm gonna fucking cut this down. As opposed to you know what I mean, as opposed to what I now know is to be almost like a cheap couple rounds. You know what I mean? As a Tonight. So it's Hell just, yeah. uh, we should watch BJ versus Nick. That, that's why I always say, out. like, it's all, it's, it, I almost temper my, my, uh, what should I say about it? a particular fighter it? because podcast, one day it? I'm like this I about a fighter, and then it. the next day I'm like, or the next 10 years, I'm like, well, in fact, he might have been a cheater. <laughs> I don't know. What, what are we at? Two and a half? I don't fucking uh, know. We're almost at three hours. <laughs> we're almost in Lord of the Rings territories. We're fucking, we're rocking it out. Should we stop it and start part two? We should fucking to be continued. We should do more of like it's almost like a fighter. Uh, you guys don't like Chromecast. What is Chromecast? I, I'm gonna buy you guys Chromecast. The okay. Fuck is Chromecast. Where's your <laughs> Where's your Wi-Fi I'm router? Like, what is that? Mike's like, okay. So <laughs> let, let, let's go ahead and finish this one. Then take a break, smoke a little bit of that Cuban. Thank you. And yeah. then jump into this because we got McCallum left. All right. And okay, audience delicious. members, thanks again. We'll be uh, back, we'll motherfuckers. Be back. We're not going too far. Maybe. Hang on tight. We're gonna stay uh, stay stay tuned. Yes, sons of bitches. Part two will be coming out, whether Long it's tonight or tomorrow. Or maybe in a week or two. Time. Um, My, if I was a betting man, I'd say two weeks. It's definitely not going to be that long. <laughs> maybe, maybe ten days. Uh, but could be ten minutes. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, either way, Nick Diaz versus tomorrow, BJ Penn. Check that shit out. Um, yeah. yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Oh, McGregor's a knockout artist. Oh, you mother.